Blog Talk Radio. What about killing fields? Is there a time? What about all the things that you said was yours and mine? Mine, 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 Fuck the president and everything Republican, Democratic, his staff represents. Just because he's of African descent, am I supposed to celebrate in the bamboozle face while I sambo tap dance the jig? Man, fuck that shit. His race can never make me disregard the facts that we're living in a totalitarianism political system. In layman terms, that means we're matrix existent, Viagra popping, blue pill vexed in the police state. The product of the Nazi academic, but now employed by the American oppressive gentrification epidemic. They're depressing our economy, killing us off socioeconomically by retarding our mobility. This places the caste system low, niggas like us just can't. Though. Being black on white blocks to the middle class, we get your ass stopped and harassed by the American Gestapo. But for short, we call these killers the Popo. We can't even assimilate outside to relay our economic woes through rally cries before they roll up and riot gear 10 cars deep. Telling us to desist and cease because they ain't grant us a permit to protest oppression out here on these streets. But look at here, pig. I'm channeling my inner Huey, there's more of us than you dig. And I'm expressing my Second Amendment right to bear arms and raise a militia against oppressors like you in the same manner the founding fathers opposing the British crown did. You're in my comfort zone. Give me three feet, no pressure. And I suggest you back up before my sergeant at arm grabs his AR-15 and makes science happen. We ain't breaking the laws. We got permits for these. And without probable cause, you can call me NC Hammer. Bitch, you can't touch me. To my people lending me an ear, I'm more than just a speaker. About more than motivation, just online. So it's zero to a hundred, brother, when I'm confronted with oppression. And I hope you find inspiration in my rhymes. Because I'm out here living these lines. Until we bring death by reasonable means to the police state. I am your host, Melissa Yelverton. This is a Manifest Destiny radio production. Shout out to our online listeners who are listening by way of internet. Uh, Thank you once again for tuning in. We appreciate you. As always, if you'd like to participate in tonight's show, the number to call in is 619-924-0845. Tonight's show is sponsored by BMC. Uh, The track that you just heard, that was none other than the Kevin Smith, our station manager and engineer, Um, That track was called Police State. That was a a dope, dope, dope piece. Uh, Shout out to our callers who are on the line right now. Um, If you've already pressed one, um, we'll be hearing from you soon. And if you have yet to press one, go ahead and do that to get on air because, you know, we love the way you say that. 
tonight is going to be a pretty cool night. Uh, we're planning on ciphering the entire night. Um, so this will be one of few announcements, one of few of me uh, uh, talking very much. I've uh, been working a couple of jobs, so I've been missing out on some poetry, and I need to hear from y'all. I need a fix. So um, without further ado, who do we have on the mic? Hi, this is Sylvia Blaylock. Oh, hey, you're in. Okay, oh, so how oh. tonight, how how many pieces do you have ready? Three. Okay, good. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for you. <laughs> no killing me softly, death is a cold, hard brick, mortared in remorse, life its brace. I stand and endure as foundation earth, a monument to loss so resolute, finding cracks in the facade. I am loosened by words thrust in. What light there is shines through from the place that time's healing forgot. I feel the cold that was once my fortress counterbalanced to the heat you seek. Each brick holds the other dear. One loose and cause the others to shift. You work the fissure and push through. Verbs and cadence give way to thrusts. Fractures groan and the known become shaky. Risking exposure to a grief long kept at bay. Letting the bricks fall, I lean them your way. Pain whistles through abandoned parapets of the mind. Sentry absent, no guards left to find. Lone one man. Approaches, heart at the ready, sets his aim, holds his arms out, steady, veiled in stark contrast to the prison within. A queen crouches low, armored in gossamer dreams, shrouded in the memories of moonlit paths, blinded to what lies beyond the ruins meant to hide. A world that has moved on with barely a care. A place left less inviting without the memories out there. Touched roughly and gently as needed to move. Pride from sepulchral throne where the dead still live. Through the iron veil that pulls away the lies she needs to tell. Scarring and scratching and cutting through to be felt. Healing a balm in need of injury. Rendering to purpose, rescue becomes triage and the pain has found blame. Forced fire walk over coals that burn white. Intentional injury for the sake of rescue, my soul to give, my mind to take. Sweet meadow beyond and the healing takes. Sun, starved, melanin skin takes to the soothing rays. From self-induced coma, a mind awakes. At last, open eyes now see. Sorrow would indeed come for me. Rusted wheels of life lurch back and then forward. Bereavement gives way to the love infusion given. Words whizzing through find their mark. Hard tissue broken through to the soft meat. Screams that rip the sky open bring the rain. Tears water breasts gone barren. Too weak to fight. Collapse into rescue. Those strong arms still holding fast. The dead do not rise nor speak as believed, but await our return to the living in their absence. 
every brick hit its mark, his injuries and afterthought, each kiss breathing for us both, unendurable pain endured when divided by two, his strong arms held fast, healing for two, mercy loving me to life, and that's that. Whew! Um... Uh, oh, okay. What what else you have? We're, we're gonna let you go again. You gotta go again. Okay. We tend to get all in our feelings when no one likes what we post on Facebook, the videos, advice, and lists that don't get a look. When we ask for comments and people don't, when we ask for shares and people won't, when sending some love, expecting some back, we take the silence as a personal attack. We blame it on the bougie. We blame it on being black. We take it to mean there's something we lack. We even started to blame it on American rudeness when we are being undermined by our own hubris. Do you repost what's reposted without any fact-checking? Do you pass along what is passed along like it's money you're getting? What's the harm in bringing attention to cancer or domestic violence? It's not like words are hurtful or used to cheat or lie on us. Consider this. An empathic soul being of help is what we seek. What triggers your heart triggers you to speak, and by speak I mean share words not your own. Share them like scripture engraved in stone, words that are reshared from origins unknown, that tug to the heartstring is all the proof we need to send it to our entire friend list with Godspeed. Judgment is cast on those who dare question it as though your own integrity is somehow invested in it. Some are worded to shame us into clicking, dropped in our path like a time bomb ticking. A lost child, and I bet no one will even read this, sent with no contact info, or is that something you missed? Just the request that it be shared far and wide to many a city and countryside. When one image check of the photo would make it plain, the child is an actor and you're in vain. Thoughts and prayers are sent out, and the world is bereft for false proclamations of some famous person's death. Foxy newsy types take the info and run with it, shooting the load to the moon and the sun with it. They like the first trimester con- then, like the first trimester contractions, they're slow with the retractions. And now, after years, we come to find that yours and your friend list. Info has been mined, vetted, and reviewed for those who blindly view to find out what other things they can pass through you. This isn't an I told you so kind of piece. It's a when will you get it and let the vanity cease. That people believe in you makes you an easy mark. That you don't do well with feedback makes any hopes for change stark. The setup is that people are willing to blindly follow you, believing that if you say it, it must be true. Spreading false news with no real follow-through puts part of the blame for the dumpster fire's flame right back on you. Continue to be a voice. Strong voices are always needed. But before you take your socks off, make an effort and do some research so that the circus of lies can kick rocks. Oh, you gonna learn today. If <laughs> you gonna learn today. This, ladies and gentlemen, is Sylvia Blaylock. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm talking too I much. Go go to Poetry in the Raw on Monday night at Symphony Radio. Get this lady's book on Amazon, Uprising, Sylvia Blaylock. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Sylvia. We are coming back to you for that third piece. Okay. (laughs) (sighs) You're going to learn today. Next artist on the mic. What's up? Say that. How you doing, Queen? Professor. None other than what Joseph it do? What, it do? what is what it do? going on? Did you hear Sylvia? <laughs> Did I? God damn. <laughs> yeah, somebody damn. getting a special treat this evening. Good Lord have mercy. <laughs> Throw that shit up. Y'all wait on number three, man. That damn. That's like you man, I am like too. God damn. Yes. All right. Crucial. Your mic. <laughs> All right, here we go. Mental versus physical. On the subject of sex, who wins? Can hours of uh, linguistic titillation override a heart-pounding 30-minute thrill ride? Can words be more powerful than the thrust of flesh? If one can express what they will do to you in a manner which can achieve satisfaction, and one can physically do the same, who wins? 30-minute gratification. It was late in the evening with nothing much on my mind. Lest the thought of just eating. I opened the fridge and plastic containers, plastic containers held the remnants of past meals. I opened and sniffed a few. Oof, bad deals. I knew that was through. So I unraveled four pieces of some unidentifiable meats. I tossed them all in the heap. But what can I eat? I'm hungrier than a mug. Oh, shit. There it hit me. One large yellow onion and a sack of potatoes. One pound of bacon with a hint of maple. A dozen eggs and half a stick of real butter. Got my black iron skillet from underneath the cupboard. I peeled a few potatoes and left a little on skin on. Sliced and dried to get my home fries on. I cut up the onions and turned the burner on high. Got my skillet nice and ready to fry. I rinsed the potatoes and nuked them for two minutes. Salt and pepper down, let the spice get all up in it. Ding with the bell. Skillet hot as hell, not worried about sticking the season well. And potatoes go in, and they sizzling. Getting that brown before the onions go in, and I'll open up the bacon. Eight slices I'm taking, and got two large eggs, but before I go breaking the shells, I take a whiff of that smell. I grab my spatula. I turn them over, and afterwards, I put a lid on it. Got it all steamy. Make those home fries nice and creamy. Microwave tray held the bacon at bay, and that way, had less grease to deal with. Six minutes was my key, crispy and grease-free. By that time, I was still debating over two eggs or three. I removed the home fries and grabbed the bacon, wiped out the skillet for three eggs to be placed in, and butter first. And before browning, I one hand cracked the eggs and watched them all slide in. Over easy is my option. A place where toast can drop in. Now my cooking is stopping. I make a plate, then plop in my chair. It's all there. Home fries, bacon, eggs, and toast for late night breakfast is one of the most satisfying meals. The smell in the air makes me feel like it's Saturdays at Grandma's, running around in pajamas on Christmas Day, 
30 minute gratification. That's all I'm going to say. My piece. Next piece. You got to do another one. Nope. Okay. Spit versus swallow. Now, before we embrace, let's conversate. Decisions made about positions played. Discussing how we wish to be displayed. I love the darker side of sex. I love romance made very complex. You love romance made very complex. You want to what? Baby, are you serious? This is our first time. Let's put some thought to this. You apply a butterfly kiss to sway my logic, making my rationale go lethargic. I was too hard to stop this bombardment of affection. I lifted and shifted and swift kiss your memorial projections. With a mouthful of you, I couldn't answer. Your arched back reaction clearly stifled your stanzas. Lovely moans as I hovered like a drone, sending data to my mind. Endorphin fuel euphoria urged me to keep exploring you in kind, and your eyes began to speak. I moved down to your feet. Another swift diversion, avoiding the dispersing of your thoughts. Slow techno music with a steady beat. Created a wanting heat. I kissed up the length from your feet to that sheet that would hold me and grip me and draw my seed. But I spoke an unfamiliar language, causing me to stutter. That equal and opposite reaction brought forth your butter, and I tasted it. Oh, I stayed in it, savoring the thing. And then you asked me again. No slip of the tongue. Yes, I probed deeper with two fingers to find that spot. I found it and ground it to a body-shaking shriek. You couldn't speak for a moment. I owned the position of dominance. Then just like that, you were on top of me. I was never one for fellatio. Maybe that fear of letting go in a mouth was so delicate. But you were selling the idea well. I felt the swell of juices start to flow. The silkiness of your hair tickled so. I watched your head bob to and fro. I was near the edge of spewing what matter and creating new life. You were persistent in your quest to know what life tastes like. Will there be an uninterrupted flow? Would you be some men's ultimate fantasy of woman who swallows? I was at this stage where pulling out is an option. You didn't stop, then they came, and we were 69, and then... You did the same, no more disdain for it. I actually enjoyed it. I looked at her ass, and then I asked, can I explore it? She jumped up and got dressed, hopped in a ride and floored it. Tire marks are still on my street. Yeah, I guess she wasn't a total freak. It's my piece. Damn. Damn, Joe. Oh, my God. Damn. <laughs> so y'all, y'all just going to come on here and do that? Woo. Damn, hey, Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, yeah. you will find yeah. him where there is a show. Check him out tomorrow night on Wolf Hours. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> y'all just come up. Y'all don't know how to act when y'all come over people's house. Y'all just don't know. How to <laughs> <laughs> y'all cutting the fuck out. That's, that's a, sometimes <sighs> we gotta go separate. We don't never know who get kicked out first. You know. <laughs> We meet in the back later on, baby girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, hold on to that third one. We're coming back to you. We are coming back. Gotcha. Ladies and gentlemen, gotcha. gentlemen, mind dancer. Good God Almighty. 
All right, next artist on the mic. This is still Sylvia. Okay, hold on a second. I'm unmuted. Hold on, you might have to. Uh... Hello, am I unmuted? Yes, hello. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Who do we have on the mic? This is Lady of Love from the Poetry uh, Concert and Poetry uh, in Love. Here on your uh, mic tonight. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're about to learn today. Your mic. Oh, wait. Tantalized, tantalizer, tantalizing erotic arousal as only he can ignite, touching chocolate expressions to where his mind's desire delighted. She sighed deeply before the next increasing wave, nominated to sweep her up. Onto his cradle of ecstasy, which she would have elect every trembling moment to live a few lifetimes over and over with him, from him, my tantalizing arousal. Some magical mist layered my air, finding it profitable to rescue her natural air. She turned a sequence of tongue-in-cheek recitals into a liberating dance, and he followed with broken movement, matching in rhythm. She has questioned, why is this man like no other in her life? He arrested a thought of intent as if he lived inside of her head, took her raw fantasies slow yet sweetly, and brought them to reality in pure technicolor. She bared her soul on that day, void of degrees of any nuance. What could, what stood before the slender of her sexy self is him and the sole decision, solid decision to come further forward. She dined on the quality of his entire masculinity, tasting the righteousness of his spirit, Nothing could have produced more bliss in those early moments than our shared mixture that celebrated content. She purposed over his volume, stacked it high for him, enjoyed the strawberry tumble as he voiced with surprise my reach. She encouraged his wraths to announce without filter his magnitude of enjoyment stopping to eye that she surely knew. Tasting the green apples mixed with strawberry wisps, he came swiftly to delight in sweet liberation. He is my tantalizing arousal. Touching my shore, licking ocean was more than his thoughts could gather. How? At those precious moments, Testing the depth of the water, she became amused with arousal and played with the damp and damper till he could not resist the introduction of his waiting ocean liner to rock in the liberal waves of a waiting sea. 
a time in another life of our love. He robbed her, hidden as she flood his masculine garments. This affair <clears throat> was an elevated special charter to coagulate any loose ends of doubt. She felt a newness with each further source of excavating as he tests the first set of sensations, producing sweetness to only orchestrate another pattern, bringing a loved quickening to the mouth of her dainty shore as he secured his crown to her throne. We rechristened with a newness of life our dual altars that had become one conjugated a few times into the ears of this life, tantalized and peace. My goodness. Um, your second piece, please. Okay. How do I sisterhood with you? Strange at times, others completely perplexed. Love of my self is not an ego trip. I learn to increase in positivity and for the sake of balance and order, turn the negativity down at all times. I'm never a victim when it comes to your mismanagement of your outpouring. There be signifying clearly why the reins of maturity has placed a bridle on my sisterhood mare. It's almost impossible to ride with you. You see, let me take you back a bit. At eight, I wanted to be your friend, and you chose to alter the characteristics of my new dress and found it funny. Even at that young age, I knew something was wrong with the process of thought that entangled the webs of horror, imaginations floating in your shifted crown. How do I sisterhood with you? I loved you way into adulthood and watched you fumble and error with the choices of loves. I listened to you, tales that curled the hair of my mind to know you had endured the lack of love in your life at the hands of some cruel, sadistic maniac that silenced one or two of you permanently. I think about you and my heart hurts for you. What was also tangled, the conversations you wanted to drag me into talking ill of another sister, my reluctance to engage in that chatter shit came from my upbringing. Tales and watch those that do was rehearsed in my hearing. I'm quiet. You took it to mean I was slow. I cursed a few expellatives and you didn't like that. For me, you recognized my anger, but not my love for you. You stole from me. Spill grape soda on my sofa. Your man said right then, flat, you're not a friend, but that I was a friend to you. I said nothing and forgave you. See, now why I prefer to talk to dudes before you, and some of them are not worthy either, but we are sisters. We should have a strong bond. When I need to talk, what we discuss should stay with us, not spread far and wide. This is why I don't confide in you. My husband warned me about you in my youth. 
to never ever discuss or criticize my man with my sisterhood or anyone else for that matter. You hated me because this man adored me and kept me close to him in his protective care. Why, sister? He knew you better than I did. My love for you hesitated my hand to embrace you and call you the wretched names most gave you. You never saw me loving you. How do I sisterhood with you? And you do you and I do me. Your concern is how much younger I'll look if I dye my hair. You know that's not me, but you offer suggestions that have no tie to me. You cry for a sisterhood, but you didn't make yourself a righteous sister to cover under sisterhood with me. I'm so lovingly hopeful. There now. I love you to life, but how do I sisterhood with you? That ends at peace. Damn. If you didn't know Lady of Love before now, you most definitely know her now. Catch her on Poetry Concert, uh, Poetry and Love Concert on Monday nights. Um, Drop your info in the event page. Lois Shaw, a.k.a. Lady of Love. Ladies and gentlemen, damn. Thank you. Thank you, Queen. Thank you. Um, I'm a little hoarse tonight. I'm like battling this doggone allergy, whatever's going on. But I'm 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 in for the ride, and we're gonna ride this thing out, and we're gonna do this poetry. I want to shout out to Sylvia Baylock. That was tight, but you didn't. Also, Joe. Yes. Um. 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 Just tight, just tight, tight work. And I will put my info, and it's the Poetry Concert. Those are two different shows. The Poetry Concert on Monday nights at 8 p.m. over Blog Talk. And Poetry in Love on Thursday nights. We're not having a show tomorrow night. We've got a big show coming up Monday night. We're going to be featuring Pantherium Prime on July. So um, y'all come. Y'all come in. <laughs> Pantherium Prime. Yeah, you're coming rock with us. You know, it it sounds like it's going to be a stone blast, honey. And I know you can put your last money on it because I know it's going to happen, you know. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, we're going to put you on a, on the couch, save that, that, that other piece. Um, we're coming back to you. All right. All right. I'm right here. Lois. Shaw, a.k.a. Lady of Love. Next artist on the mic. Welcome to Say That. Who do we have on the line? Hello. You are on Say That with Melissa Overton. Who do we have? Hello? Hello? Hello, man. How you doing? This is Brother O on the line. Hey, Brother O. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I read that piece earlier. Um, uh, Tonight, we're going a couple of rounds. So, what you got for us? Hold on, let me get that piece that I posted up today. Let me get it. 
That was good stuff I read earlier. Yeah, here we go. On the title of this first piece is called, I've been checking you out lately. Just haven't noticed you yet. Just because I'm focused on improving myself, undergoing the process of renovation, retooling and remodeling and transforming myself into a brother who wants and desires only one woman, and the burden and channeling all of my energy toward expanding my spoken word ministry to another level. Doesn't stop me from checking out to find strong and independent sisters. What I'm searching for now is our sisters who are ideal candidates for potential dates. Sisters from all walks of life meet and fit my set qualifications and standards to earn the opportunity to be in a chosen one to share the throne with me. Sisters who truly appreciate real brothers who are doing positive and productive things for themselves. Sisters who believe in developing and cultivating friendships with a strong spiritual base. Sisters who carry themselves with class, care, and integrity. And sisters who love and value themselves. It's going to be a long extensive process because I'm worth waiting for. My dear brothers and sisters, there's this one sister in particular who I've been checking out lately. I find it a very shocking coincidence that the majority of the time that I'm at a poetry set event, she just happens to be there. When I first met her several months ago, I was completely drawn in by her personality and her general spirit. She's a prototype of a sister who fits her qualifications and standards for some of my queens someday, and of course, very beautiful and all right. One of my favorite songs by Prince, though, she's more valuable than diamonds and pearls. And I may not give her the world. All I can do is offer her my love. My dear sis, brothers and sisters, there's something special about this sister. I automatically this my spirit and res- resurrects my belief that true love is this. She's always speaking words of encouragement in my life and treats me with utmost respect. It takes a lot to make a great first impression on me. I'm always watching and observing and trusting my built-in intuition and power discernment. See, this just has superseded my expectations. It most definitely has made a lasting first impression on me. Now, that's the type of woman I'm going to present an opportunity to. If she passes on it, I swear on her. All of our conversations are pleasant, are pleasant because we are both quiet and reserved in real life, the modern-day Viking and Asian. And I got a good feeling that we may end up being a couple. Believe me, I ain't no rush because I'm going to allow events to develop and unfold as they should. My dear brothers and sisters, I've noticed that she's been checking me out too. She may be either bluffing or playing it off. Remember, I pay attention to everything. What truly made this sister stand now was five days before my birthday. She came out to support me despite not feeling well. That really got my attention shot the hell out of me. Truly a blessing because she made the effort. I truly appreciate a woman who goes there to support 
a brother like me who was living out his dream. A real sister like her is truly a one in a million woman. Thank God for placing in my life as a true friend. My prayer is we can go out together and enjoy each other's company. And the opportunity will present itself eventually. Now, what I need to do is take the initiative to tell her that I've been taking out lady and ask her out. I just don't want to fall flat in my face and reveal my hand too soon. I just step out of my comfort zone and take a chance because the sister of her stature deserves to be treated as a queen. It took multiple love TKOs. Getting dumped and kicked to the curve for another Negro twice. Want to ratchet females and chicken heads and experience rejection and heart rate. To put myself in a position to finally have an opportunity to meet a sister who values a real brother who is rough around the edges on the surface yet deep inside my core as a brother who has plenty of love to a real woman. That's that piece. Look, come on, brother. Oh, <laughs> I hope she listened to the show. I hope she, um, you know, wherever you at, you know, she's she paying attention. So I hope she's on the line listening. That is, I like that. That's nice. Uh, you got your second piece? Well, this is, since everybody is a kind of, uh, the mood is kind of sensual, I'm going to present my sensual piece called Chocolate Candies of My Natural Aphrodisiac. Oh, shoot, your mic. My dear single sister, my ideal romantic day with you consists of a scrumptious dinner that satisfies my hunger, along with some champagne and wine that quenches my thirst. While those old school love dance play in the background tonight, you're going to be my chocolate and caramel candy. The secret is stimulating essentially and getting me in the mood is have some chocolate candy bars or a box of chocolates nearby. They increase my sexual desires and serves my natural aphrodisiac. The richer and darker the chocolate, the more it stimulates my mind to get in the mood. Once I start, I don't stop. I tell my hunger for you is satisfied. Queen, you're my Snickers candy bar tonight. Viagra and testosterone boosters won't be the prescription for a night of wild and passionate lovemaking. The entire box of Whitman samples of Russell Stover's what wonders is he touched and kissed me all over my body and seduced me with your slow dances and your twerk. Allow me to taste those chocolate lips and serve me your Hershey kisses one at a time as we hold each other tight in our arms, intertwine our minds and gaze into each other's eyes and explore each other like astronauts exploring the far reaches of space. I'm using my ten butterfingers to serve as your personal massage therapist from head to toe. See, I'm the master of foreplay, and you're receiving the VIP treatment tonight, sweetie. Your combo and chocolate body is like a Milky Way candy bar, smooth and tasty all over. Your chocolate and caramel body is like a box of peanuts or plain M&M's. You just melt my mouth, sexy lady. Have mercy. Again, silly single sisters, let me ask you this very personal question. 
how many tons of bikes and this does it take as far as it has? Multiple earth-shaking orgasms that make you scream and moan as you clench your thumbs and beg for person. How many licks on your clit does it take to make you rub like a volcano over my face? How many sucks on my eight-inch Tootsie Roll lollipop does it take to make me come in your mouth? Damn, that feels great. Wait me off that piece of Kit Kat bar because it's simply irresistible. When you got me hooked to your chocolate caramel body, because I'm cashing in my 100 grand candy bar to have, to have as much as I can handle. I'm giving you a sexual trifecta of your favorite positions at least three times tonight. Missionary riding a doggy style, and I got the physical stamina to go 12 rounds. You're my three musketeers candy bar. My dear single sisters, once you feed me a piece of chocolate candy, I transform from a quiet and shy brother in the sheets until into a tiger lion between the sheets. You're my natural turn on. There ain't nothing like a chocolate and caramel sister with a voluptuous figure and answer natural curves and beauty. Mm, mm, mm. Sexy lady. I think candies are my natural aphrodisiac and the master key to unlock that freak has been locked up inside and conf- locked up and confined for almost a year. And once my sexual desires hit their peak, past anything as I unleash all of my pent up energy upon you. Because once you have a brotherhood experience, I'll have you fiending for more sexual satisfaction. And your life will never be the same once I discover your rising zone. And hit those sweet spots of yours. That's that second piece. Look, okay. 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 He said, break me off a piece of that kid car, Kit Kat bar. Look, brother O, brother O, brother O, brother O. You ain't playing tonight. Oh my gosh, brother! Oh, oh, okay, okay. I, I hear you. I hear you. I see you. <laughs> I don't think I heard that piece before. I'm over here beside myself right now, ladies and gentlemen. You gonna learn tonight? Do you hear me, <laughs> brother? Oh, you did that. You came and wrecked the mic. I mean, you you're setting the tone. So you know, I feel for the person that come after you. Um, hold that yeah. that next piece. That was, uh, mm. like I said, I hope she was listening. <laughs> I hope she was listening because she know what she in for. Woo! All right now, okay, we're gonna put you on the couch. Uh, save that next one. We're coming back to you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, that was brother. Oh, oh my goodness! Next artist on the mic. Hey, say that. This is poetic. Poetic, aka Van Meadows, aka the host of Talk About It on Epiphany Radio, where they take their socks off, whisper, and go bareback. I'm learning. absolutely absolutely (laughs) (laughs) all right you're mike all right this piece is called real man huh 
I love the way you say you want a real man, like you've traveled from a distant land. You gained a real man in your ability to be fake. Before I go in, let me think. Your hair was Brazilian, but you're African-American. You want a real man. You presented him with eyes that were contacts. Oh, yes, this is pure facts. Then I didn't listen to BBD. The big button of smile got me. For a minute, you had me thinking our love connection was real. You went for the kill, and my heart, you were still. You want a real man, huh? Well, that's tough. But you wanted to keep having a fling. Your king was a real man, you saw it. But the level of fake was all you bought. See, God said if a man don't work, he don't eat. So your weight loss is a result. Now, because of your selfishness, your life is a mess. But you're still talking you want a real man. But you have a husband. Hmm. The decency to wait until the ruling is final, I guess since you're heartless and non-spinal. Your backbone was weak and you lost your position on the throne. You better not beg your real man to come home. He just might cut you to the core with his words and leave your feelings sore. Now you've given up what God gave you, a king who rescued you. God gave you a life like no other. Your only purpose now is mother to the children God gave you. You were the egg donor with no real intentions on satisfying the savage beast. Now others are waiting to feast, not on your leftovers, but the T-bone steak you left in your wake. Clever, trapping him in your poker too. Stupid, letting him develop his new attitude. You want a real man, huh? Tough. You let him go. Duh. And that's that piece. Ladies and gentlemen, I keep telling y'all, y'all going to learn today. Your next piece, Mr. Meadows. I mean, poetic. <laughs> Absolutely. This piece is called My Comfort Level. I wish I was the teddy bear, soft enough to bear your soul, but strong enough to wear your nude body so you can rest your insecurities into its plushness. Yet not to worry about how man sees your nakedness, holding you oh so tight because it's what you need for the night. The teddy is not passing judgment. It's your trusted friend, holding you, your caramel brown skin, right down to the natural sexiness of your temple. But that's my comfort level. Your ability to wrap your arms around something not flesh, I'm wishing I could caress. I want you to become as alive as your eyes, but not as dark as the Grim Reaper holding her heart tattooed behind her thighs. Your briefly exposed butt cheek hidden from the bear. Even if I was the bear, I could not lust for you, though. Though your comfort level shines through, I see an ebony goddess. Rendered helpless, but her eyes show compassion. My urges are in deep suppression. Because, my queen, you need a sensual stimulation, not just a sexual seduction. Then, and only then, can I become the bear that resembles a soft yet cuddly beast. So our minds, bodies, and souls can feast on my comfort level. And that's that piece. Dope stuff, dope stuff. Um, so to that first piece, um, he said you let you want a good man, huh? But you let him go. Duh. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> dope pieces, dope pieces. Save save that next one. Y'all, you can find him on Epiphany Radio. They they do all kinds of things over there, including going bareback. I'm <laughs> I'm getting there from uh David Mott. I have been corrupted. That was some funny <laughs> stuff. I have been corrupted. Okay, we're going to put you on the couch, poetic, and we're coming back to you. Next artist on the mic. What's going on, Say That? 
I'll snap. This is Kane Spade, CEO of DSR Fire Network, where they control all day Saturday. They ain't right. They just they just took the day and renamed it to DSR Saturday. What's going on? <laughs> we sure did. That's right. We took over the calendar. You know, uh, I'm sure Trump saw it. He was crying. He was pissed. <laughs> You know, we ran in the White House, we pimp smacked them and ran back out. <laughs> there is no more Saturday for anybody. It's it's DSR Saturday. All right. So we ciphering your mic, what you got? Voice untitled. Why do I write? I keep seeing a blank script. With my signature, pages unlimited. I don't know if it will ever end. Weighing down my brain like the thoughts won't stop. Why do I think so much? It's like the question of life keeps flowing within. Heartbeats let me know I can breathe. Inspiration I keep pulling out of my sleeve. Ray to a sight. Stunner mom prepared for all nosebleeds. I don't got a sight. Slash spit with speed. My style of normal flow for everybody to read. Feeding off of the writer's flows like it's a daily routine. Manifesting script burners as I start to rip off my sleeves. Engulfed in creation where ink emerged the paper. Unknown stories of life brought to new attention. Ink is the gasoline, the ball pointing nice to page. Understanding a new skill, filling number flames. Going in a charged subject, stopping the red line before being crossed off the list. No, this is not like making a wish. This is more like not finishing the meal than discarding the dish. Talk about the world and all this shit. Politicians stay fat while little fish knows nothing but how to bitch. My mic unseen, yet my voice is heard. Words posted by networking. Nah, I want you to remember what you heard. News talking about animals in the zoo having babies. Crack kids in the street sell their babies. Dudes pipping their girlfriends and wives. Idiots saying I love Welfare, I don't deserve it, but who cares? Another saying I'm ready to cancel welfare. Those who need it, need it. Baby, son of government saying, who cares? Weed is a drug, you don't got to be a thug to smoke. Look at a lot of these kids thinking life's a joke. Parents who smoke with their kids are a joke. Your kid died thinking you were friends. But you saw that boy grow into a man. You saw that girl grow into a woman. I wonder if that shit ever made you stop smoking regrets do they ever leave i say no but the yes people are called the denial people quick to say yes to reply regrets pile up and weigh down the ones who can't take it real criminals get off or misdemeanors just because of the law for that state just because you got a record you gotta be guilty but when proven innocent after that lost time you get the reprieve can we ever rectify what i call the world of injustice at dsr all damn day. Well, damn, Kane Spade, damn. Okay, uh, your next piece. My queen of destiny. I never fathom color as an issue. But number one, above all, I am attracted to those beautiful black queens with uh professional mind that completes my poetic dreams. 
She has to have those piercing pretty eyes that tell no lies and she be ready to enhance me to be a better man as she supports me. I will support her. Let us teach one another. Upgrade our flaws so the same old thing won't come up again to be a drawback. What she can expect from me is nothing but the facts. No bullshit, no string alone like I'm a false idol singing that same damn old song. I want us to get along like Obama and Michelle. On screen and behind the scenes, everything between me and she, I want to be real as fuck. Real as can be if love manifests that would be a blessing in disguise. Real talk, I don't want to tell her no lies, only realize that she is my queen of destiny. When she reads, I want her to get lost in my poetry. I want my words to touch her soul, to touch her mind. Let my metaphorical pages brush against her skin as she looks at me and wants to invite me in as we come together and start to blend. All I have to say is shit. Let me in. DSR. I'm I'm telling y'all, man, you gonna learn today. Um, okay. I, now I, I've heard this piece, but every time I hear the piece, it's like my first time hearing the piece. Look, y'all need to grab that book by Kane Spade, Awaken the Poet. Grab the book. Go to Amazon. Grab the book. You'll see what I'm talking about later. Just grab the book. All right, we go. I need you to save. I need you to save something for later. So we getting ready to set you on the couch. Grab the book, y'all. I'm telling you. All right, <clears throat> Kane Spade. All right, ladies Thank and gentlemen. Dope shit. Dope shit. Next artist on the mic. What's good, sis? Hey, I'm I'm so glad you're on. I'm so glad you're on. Let everybody Let know what in the world is going on over here. I'm saying everybody clocking out. Everybody ridiculous. I'm digging it, but I'm not gonna hold. This this queen, y'all better get the CD, get the CDs, get the CDs, get the CDs, get the book, get the CDs, get the book. Okay, I'm working on mine, so when I get mine, y'all going to know. <laughs> Yo, this All is right, I'm not going to hold up the line. I'm just going to go ahead on it. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Uh, uh, first piece is called uh, Thoroughbred. I've got a confession. It's like taking a bandage off a freshly opened wound a little too soon. But I'm going to be a bit transparent, seeking freedom from a cocoon, allowing these seeds to drop where they may bloom. No more fronting, cat out the bag, rehab type something, something. Now, I got some of that in me, yeah, now she be fighting to break free, that freaky queen bee. But she, she's under lock and key. So you see, I love men. As long as I can remember male gender, sexy as all get out. 
contender. Make a sister want to holler the way they do my life. Fine brothers, distant lovers, succulent, juicy, and oh, so tender. Surrender. Men have been my weakness, you know, that apple in the garden kind of sweetness. Temptation, yeah, ate from that tree, I see. And baby, y'all ain't looking like trees. And the way y'all be looking at me and what I see is more like kings able to tame desires and fantasies. So please, excuse me. But I'm that type of sister who admires men close range and from afar. See, I know just what I like. Cross my legs and my eyes, well, they begin to glisten like stars. I'm a cougar, so you know with precision I let out them claws. Men to me are the greatest thing created before sliced bread from dark to light, clean face to beard, stature tall and to average, from waves to dreads and them shiny bald heads. Thorough thoroughbreds. Lord, <laughs> you heard what I said? Now, I could pretend and act all brand new, but physical attraction is the first thing I do pay attention to. And, yeah, that's cool. I mean, it's really breezy cool, but there's got to be more substance to you. Oh, yes, I must confess, yeah, I'm looking at your flesh, but your spirit that I long to undress, get my hands wet, be all up in that business, I'm holding out. Be a blessing to a blessing My mind he must first be undressing Till my flesh I must fight back Repression, regroup my thoughts Digression, broken lead pencil tip Tempted, testing, testing, testing Senses and sensuality Arm wrestling, deep breathing Back and side of the neck Self-caressing, perplexing Girl, flex, time to have sex. If you're my true king, then you're going to be willing to sweat before any foreplay through climax, timax. But my preference is tally to twine, toast of wine, melanin or thyme. But in the meantime, in between that time, a queen with delicate ease going to sit on her throne first discovered bones, and with present admiration admire the splendor of men, exuberant, magnificent, masculine manifestation, God's most illustrious creations. The chin slightly resting in the cup of my fingers, I grin with silent exhilaration at the wondrous specimen called men. Sila, Aji, reincarnated queen, Nubian being, Ja, Sila, that's that piece. That is my motherfucking shit. Go into your next one. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Sometimes it's like rubbing together two sticks, seeing a flick. Double chocolate melanin twigs. Sometimes it's like burning both ends of the wick, cause it depends on you which one you gon' get. Sweet yet vex, pleasant yet will flex. 
one want want to see sorry yet reflects want to see you then I don't just send me a text sometimes we make love and shit sometimes I want to cheat I can be straight up ghetto then discreet Badu said it best don't get it twisted with this head wraps and incense because these will transform into a Coke 45 with some Newport cigarettes. Mama cool, but mama don't take no mess. Eliminate stress with the quickness. The quicker picker up a wipe of bullshit, flusher, negativity crusher. So don't come to me with that. Excuse yourself, usher, throwback, rollback, all of this. Black, I'm a most death keeping my crown intact. Oh, so where was I? <laughs> I'm back. People will always try to say you the next somebody. Nah, you ain't be. And you will never know will you ever be the next somebody. You feel me? You are one entity, precision, spiritually handcrafted, original identity. Another you that will never be. Now see, Aji. Is IG and can't nobody do IG like IG and I don't make no apologies. Cause when my daddy blessed me, he said to me, be free and multiply. So to conform to comfort, the devil, he's a lie. I'm going to get my slice. Wait, let me rephrase that verbalize. I'm going to get the whole damn pie. And I ain't just waiting for it up in the sky. He, my daddy, unlocked my throne, unlocked my dome. Mentality, I'm already home. Crown rebirth, my heavens opened up right here on earth. Wealthy stripping away the curse. Funeral procession, (laughs) away with the hearse. Dig way back if you want to. This time is going to be seven times worse. Treason, seven times signifies completion. With my spot and blemish, it's still finished. So the beauty and the beast coexist. Ain't no warning label, but there is a risk. Mixed with a sensual French kiss. Think hard and long if you want to get involved with this. You can't have cold feet when our souls meet. The IG experience, the beauty and the beast. Ebony rain, the beast got to be released. Gotta release that domain pain. Ja, Sila, peace. God damn! <laughs> I can't, I can't. I'm so, so is all of y'all, all y'all just gonna do this? All of y'all? Like, damn! Dope, dope, uh, dope, dope, dope. Save. Save save some stuff for later. Save some stuff for later. Shelly Fowler, aka IG the poet, aka the reincarnated queen. Y'all don't y'all y'all don't understand. Y'all ain't ready for this. Oh my god. Okay. All right. We gotta put you on cap. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay. <laughs> Next artist on the mic. Hello, and welcome to Say That. Oh, right quick, let me say this is the top of the hour. Those that are listening online, thank you 
so much for your support. As always, if you would like to participate in tonight's show, I, I, y'all don't want to miss this because they're acting up on this show tonight. If you want to participate, that number to call in is 619-924-0845, 619-924-0845. Press that one to say that. Who do we have on the mic? Hello, this is Taylor Cassie, a.k.a. Sakaya Rain. What's good? <laughs> Sakaya Rain in the building. It's the, look, so Sylvia shut the show down. Every, Joe came and shut the show down. Everybody was shutting shit down. Yeah, we already in trouble. We already in trouble. We in trouble right now. So, look, it's your mic. Is here. Y'all need to catch her on Friday. Y'all need to catch her on Friday nights, Blog Talk Radio. She's going to drop her links to catch her on Friday. Your mic. Yep, yep. Oh, I'm going to do a shout-out. Well, shout-out to my friends who are listening on the mic right now, my friend Meghead and Indy. Thank y'all for supporting me. This is going to be one of my newest pieces. This is called The Cost of Hating Her. So y'all might want to strap on your feet because I'm about to blow y'all the fuck away. Oh, shit. Okay, here we go. There's nothing more deadly than a woman named Jealousy. Taken live, she shot bullets and knives into the minds of many. Her poison running deep. Her poison running deep. This is the legacy of the bitter beast. She thinks she's the shit, stuck-up bitch. I bet she does it with everybody she meets. What a slut. I bet her boobs are fake. Her and that long-ass hair of hers. Dirty little bitch. Why does he even like her? What a skank. What a dirty little bitch. She's a fucking bitch. She's not better than anybody. I can't stand bitches like that. Jealous pretty enough, or she's ugly. Like, for real. All women are built differently. Why do you give a fuck? She's competition. Since we were in the womb, we've been taught to hate each other, envy, belittle our sisters. They don't want us to succeed. She wants us to fight, bicker, tear each other down for the prize of being top girl, boss bitch. I want to be a bad bitch like those girls on the gram. They're good, but I'm better than them. You want to be the sickness that you can't stand to see. Don't you realize there are no winners in the game of hate and envy? There's no success in belittlement and betrayal. There is no power in hitting on another female. We're fighting in these streets with these dudes, but can't stand up for each other when shit gets real. You can't find love in your heart to show another girl she matters because you're rolling with that buck shit and matter. Because she's going to take it all away from you, she has to be destroyed. She has to live in a world and war every day just to live. Can I speak my mind for a second? No, because I'm a bitch. I stand up for myself. You war with me when you don't even know me to make a war against me. When I'm fighting the same war you are up against every day. I have to fight to be a woman every day. What's good being a girl when we all when all we do is tear each other down? What's good being a woman in this world if we are the very enemies that keep us from reaching the top? That's what jealousy's poison has done. 
You see her shining, you open those lips and shoot her down to the ground. A man's eyes are pretty, you make it your business to spread all of hers around, like you know what goes on between her legs and her mind. So quick to tear her down and smile on her face like shit is sweet. She's smart. You downplay her intelligence to make you look like you have all power. She's a good person. You have to paint the portrait of evil on her canvas, but you won't take a look at your own. She's your friend, a stranger, a sister, your daughter. But you look at her just as another bitch on the street. This is what I am made to do. She's my enemy. That's what jealous to be a woman every day, fighting for a name that is not respected and misused for derogative pleasure. I have to face being a woman in this world every day, but I am an enemy to the next. Jealousy said that too, didn't she? Well, she didn't tell you this. We're all different shades coming from the same rainbow. One color is not perfect than the other. Different but beautiful in all the same ways. We're shining together. We're riding together. But you want to be on that scheme and shit with jealousy. You want to erase the next chick that's coming before she takes over everything you've accomplished. Jealousy told you that too. Take a pot of hot water to her face. Stab her, demean her, degrade her. Do all of you evil evil to her but not love her. She's fighting the same war you and me are against. Why can't you do the same with your sisters and me? You carry the title of woman, but do you know what it really means? The cost of your jealousy is filled with two choices, in jail or death, beat up or gunned down. The sickness of jealousy is real. I don't want to have to bury another sister over this deadly reason. I don't want to be the focus of your hell and resentment because I have something over your essence. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. I have my own essence, so do you, to hit on another sister's pride when you can love yours. Instead, of instead, you choose to, to gun her down, all your resentment gone was quick, dead. But you're still not a winner in this game. Don't choose jealousy. Don't be the hate. She's a real killer, that jealousy. Don't be like her. She's deadly. Empty. Look, y'all gonna learn today. Uh, next piece, next piece. Tonight, I'm just doing one. What? Okay. Yeah. Kaya Rain, aka Taylor Nicole, Kathy, catch her on Friday nights. Drop that info in the inbox. I will probably, I mean, in the uh, event page, I will probably be in the uh, broom closet listening because. You know, my days are messed up now. So, so. Mm. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Yeah, All right. Love you, too. I'm going to put you on the couch. Next, artist on the mic. <laughs> Who do we have on the mic? Oh, we. Oh my goodness! Oh, no, you ain't yeah. got nobody but the representative from D S R. This man is partly responsible for the Saturday takeover. There's... Okay, okay, your mic, sir. Oh wait. Baby, I come to disrupt your wet ecosystem. Performing vital ecological functions inside your wetland. I'm about to touch the symmetrical side of your pelvic recess. Remember, I'm that dude you snuck through your throat. <laughs> 
let me settle into the soft bottom of your stream beds and not disrupt your spawning. Allow me to make an impact on your zygote population with wet feed growth and cosmic water squirts. Allow me to drop my ejaculation into your clear water content and stir your reciprocation without threatening your echo balance. Let me demonstrate in your abyss a simple comprehension inside your pink wetland. Allow me to stroll in your rainforest with up and down motions overlooking the boil of your hot overflowing river. What are the three most important features of your plan to help sustain the hard steel ramming inside your exoskeleton, altering and stretching the structure and function of your resources of your swollen birth canal? Allow me to be the key to your landscape system with continuous and repeated inner disturbance with all wet affections with an aquatic tongue swim with figure eights with loops like fingerprints that allow so pulling extractions to suck on your shimmering cleft that will stop your breathing as I become the heart of your psychological freaking epic surf rider to re-engineer your flooding ecosystem with deep, long strokes and sharp teeth and strokes, sudden point tip stabs at last. Her convulsive turn into ovulation just screams daddy oil still as he tamed her fluctuating hormones, leaving stimulating impact in her vaginal ecosystem. He was a remedy to restore her orgasmic environment, constantly keep her moist by his slick, slippery, and savory natural discharge. As her fabulous pheromones and vaginal juices became this compelling perfume invitation to dive deeper into her super wet ecosystem that become as her vaginal garden explode like the fourth of day in July in multiple orgasmic ways, bring her ecological echo back into the line as she tightens like a glove around his flux and flow as they flux and flow together and pour into each other. So, baby, are you ready for the next down break? Well, then, release me from your mouth. Mr. Foster from DSR all damn day. God damn. Okay. Okay, next piece. I can't even. Okay. Next piece. Okay. Melissa Yelverton, this is the unfettered letter to Melissa Yelverton. Melissa, do not allow me to be the disturbance inside the citadels of your mind. The resistance is no longer an obstacle. Allow me to explore the emphasis that being mindful does not mean that I will attempt to change your thoughts, so I will sit sit in the reality of them, the basic pretense conversation of your mind. Do not allow me to distract you, but be the personal informant for a moment. Allow me to converse with everything about you so you may land upon a powerful combination of words. Now, let me show you what happens on the other end of the spectrum. I want to seek the moments that you value most under the stars and the lights of the moon and the thoroughs of your highest tides and the primordial jungles of who you are, driven by primitive instinct, unconscious impulses, and primordial fear. Yeah, I want to strip you naked like that on a flight that reaches out to hold you that will make your personality shine in a creative response, where opportunity is not demanding, but where exploring hope meets, relaxing to trusting your instincts and allow me to hold a deeper and bolder conversation with your confidence. Can you lay your hand on your heart and post that most that most innocent breath from the sphere of the higher life? Because when you allow me into your heavens and I come to the park on the journey, angels will start to sing the moment our eyes lock. From that point on, I will steal your heart and be the cheerleader of your forever, and I will give you pause. This is going to be a two-way street. It is not about 
quickies, overnight stays, it's long-term or nothing. And if you feel as if you can make me permanent, then the potential is clear. There must be emotional commitment like a corporation CEO looking for the best return. And please, when you come through this door, give yourself honest consideration of how you will feel afterwards. Because if there's any doubt, we will skip the next chapter and the blank pages. But I hope that the conversation with your spirit will allow you to participate in a loving exchange that will have no regret. I want to know you. A woman who's honest with herself and rather surprised by the situation she finds herself in. And definitely, Melissa, you're in one. But before you surrender, consider continuing the conversation with the whole of who I am and can become to you. Let me ask you, what qualities mean most to you and a man? What characteristics have you led that have led you to the wrong man in your past? But let me keep it straight. I understand that the complex nature of a woman to understand, woman, you need to come to grips with the complex nature of your femininity. She is a complex emotional process that is truly a miracle of an intuitive marvel, which is no coincidence since the understanding of woman requires the masculine power of penetrative analysis honed and sharpened to a higher degree, combined with the burning desire of truth. Who is driven by emotions and thoughts? Yes, but this man is not an inexplicable creature. I'm not difficult to figure out. I'm visual. So you need to appeal to his primal instinct to achieve maximum results. Men approach love from the bottom up. I approach love with skill, know, know how to respect, and intuitive knowing like an umbrella in the rain. Most think with their little head instead of the cranial thinking head. If he likes what he sees, he will be drawn to you. I'm drawn and attracted to you. But I don't want you to be specious or surprised. Speak and not just smile. I'm confident enough to accept the skin I'm in. Isn't it always going to be? It isn't always going to be easy. I'm not an easy or weak man, but I look forward to preserving every day. But do not allow me to disturb the rest of your day. Realize the woman in you so I can take you on a journey to masculine empathy so we both reveal us and, and enhance and enhance your position and the value of her praising of her opportune time to realize the physical woman of you. But no, I'm coming after you, for you, to realize you should give me your private bedroom number so we can together at the moon. And that's the spark of DSR all down today. God damn. Okay. Um, Damn, that that's gonna take a minute to uh to digest. Um, what we gonna do? Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Everybody just coming through the door, just just messing some stuff up. You're messing things up. You're messing things up. I just wanna let you know. Um, we're gonna set you on the couch, but I have. Hold on, I have a rebuttal. I, I have, I have, I have a comment. Under the orange moon, we bear witness to the magic of supreme mathematics. In addition to knowledge and understanding, his masculine wisdom is refined by the waters of time inside of my feminine principle. While under the orange moon, power is evoked. Though the lustful agreements. That's audibly spoke, but we combine like twin flames that consume and renew each other, only to die in my lap. 
multiple times. Much ado about nothing under the orange moon. We vibe because he can't keep his hands off me. All right, so that's their me. <laughs> we gonna sit you on the show. You know what? You know what, Dr. Child? You know what? There's no need to argue the point. To experience your level of growth, you will want a mirror, a soul mirror, because I married you. I married your soul and your spirit per se, not you. I read that earlier today. That that uh-huh. was. Uh, yeah, that was uh, pretty deep. I read that. <laughs> All right. Mr. Boston, ladies and gentlemen of DSR all damn day controlling Saturdays, damn it. All right. We can Indeed. Put you on all damn day. That's right. All damn day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to set you on the couch. Hold that. Hold the rest of it for later on. We're coming back. Yeah, I'm going to drop. I'm going to drop that. I'm, I'm going to drop that piece later. I married you for a second. Cool. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Next artist on the mic. Hey. Hey, who we got? What's going on, Crown? All right, all right. It's it's the fresh air that has blown into the building. My kingdom ink brother and dope. Uh. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> girl, see the beauty of being raised by a woman That you recognize a woman when you see one My journey is over The woman in my heart waits for is here My soulmate My unconditional love You came and made my life new I knew I'd be the one But it took so long to find you You're my soul, yeah. Yeah. Thought you couldn't handle all the stress of being with me When we hit rock bottom from having dough and eating pennies Stayed up with me late nights, blowing, drawing, drinking Remy Trying to figure out a way to get enough to hit up Wendy's Finest you look, you could have had a man that drove a Bentley Large bank account, house next to Oprah Winfrey Somehow you chose me amongst the options you had Couldn't breathe unless you had your oxygen mask Love the drug more close than the pharmacist have Can't come see you without my foot mashing hard on the gas I admit, I had to let a lot of them pass Young skirts that I didn't call when I got the mask I knew no one could come close enough to match what I see in you I don't even give them a reason to It's unthinkable without you I'm sicker than what disease could do And deep inside I know know you you need need me too Hey, my unconditional love You came and made my life new I knew I need the one But it took so long to find you Only for the make 
of sex Body so thirsty hours later that we can't get dressed Curious where I'ma take it next I tried jumping off the dresser to the bed You say you ain't impressed Always got my back no matter what the situation When niggas get to hate When niggas get to hate Unzip your handbag and up that fold nickel laser. You my inspiration, bringing out the beast in me. It was there before, but it now you see him frequently. Bonnie and Clyde never know which one gon' reach for heat. Leave you slumped over, oil leaking underneath the seat. And you a chef for real to prove that you was blessed with skill. I crack a brew and new poured it after every meal. Until the day I wipe you, cop a ring and make it final. Just know nobody else can feel the way that I do. All right. Yeah, that stays that stays in my playlist along with uh, <clears throat> Reach Heaven. All right. Accidental Paul, what what's going on? About. Thank <laughs> you so much for that love right there. Thank you. Thank you. You already I'm so know. humbled. I'm so humbled. I appreciate You're you, so Brown. Dope, you already though. know that. Thank you. I think you doper with okay, yeah. Let's do that together. Absolutely. Wow. Yes. Okay. I can't wait. I can't wait until these uh, projects come out. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Look, your so, mic, your way. My mic, my way. Let me let me deliver some of this new air then. I'm humble. I said I'm humble, but don't push me. Cause that edge and I go way back like seats in a cutlass. Used to feel weak from the punches, but now. That meat you beef with is the same thing I eat in my lunches. I know which way I'm headed. No need for a compass. No need for assumptions. Ox gonna be all right. Had so many ups and downs, I call it seesaw life. Haters can't stand when I'm up, though. And when I'm down, they scream church more than the deacon on the front row. Surgical with these words. No need to let the gun blow. Plus, I want mold in a casket for my victims. Cremation is the only option. So that crown you stole can be returned like it's a burglary and police are watching. Hip hop gave birth to me. The nurse said she could the nurse said she heard UTFO coming off coming out the embryo. And when I came out there was a mic cord attached to the umbilical. So you could say I was born to do this. Born to swarm with students of the most high. Swim inside to see a life until it's bone dry, so don't try testing the water. That pie I split goes to Josiah and Isaiah. The rest goes to my daughter. A king's legacy, protected by supreme weaponry. If God is for me, then who can be against me? Devil attacking my finances to affect the way my kids eat. Hey, no lie. Some of these bills get paid under the table like Monica Lewinsky. Whatever it takes to stay purpose-driven. So if your main intention is to get me saved, then save it. Because selling my soul ain't worth religion. See, that's where we divide it at. And once the soul is sold, all the diamonds and gold from the richest banks ain't going to buy it back. So I'm spiritual the way God intended. It's an outdoor track around bigots that won't let us exercise our amendments. So now I'm on a new fitness grind, a new finish line that allows me to pass the baton off just so my kids can shine. That's that new joint. They ain't ready. <clears throat> they ain't ready. Next piece. What, next, what you got next for us? They are not ready. Ooh, okay. I know you don't hate me. In fact, you despise your forefathers for their evil ways. 
would like me to see peaceful days and forget about when we were slaves. I get that. I also recognize that you're on the front line when the rally starts, wanting me to say it's okay because our families marched and you just as sick of it as I am, raising your right hand as a white man to defend the rights of black lives that matter. I also know that you don't raise your kids to preach bigotry or feed energy into a supremacy that forces us to repeat history. For those of you that hung beside us in the trenches, no, literally, for those of you that hung beside us in the lynching, shedding your blood to defend the rights of the oppressed, I just wish there were more of you. But that wish will be granted when the slaves on each passage become waterproof. Sometimes at night, the walls of the old plantations talk to me, asking how much it costs to free us of our new slave masters, the ones who fabricate our strength like the Luke Cage actor, but the deception is nothing to marvel at. Instead of 40 acres and a mule, there's a low-income trap next to a government laundromat that stays on spin cycle. As soon as you admit that they don't really care about us, well, that's when they threw you like they did Michael. Even Prince tried to warn you about the snow in April, about how they home invade you, looking for the same substance that they know they gave you. Underlay for the overplay. Crack turned our families into zombies, thriller nights with no Ola rays, while our kids roll with blades instead of rollerblades. Recreational programs throwing away to meet budget cuts. And you wonder why our little boys look for a gun to bust and little girls no longer double dutch the way they used to. Silent weapons for quiet wars. Our casualties were unaware that they were even fighting. Blinded by the speech enticing America to be great again. Forgetting that for America to be great again, we'd have to make amends with freedom no longer existing so we can go back to being slaves again. I can't pretend that we're not still in the trenches. When you apologize and want peace from a heart filled with forgiveness, I'm just not ready yet. And the heavy debt owed can't be settled while the fight continues. Over 400 years of oppression is still not adding up in life's residuals. So for those of you that hung beside us in the trenches, when them boys in blue stopped reading rights and decided they would kill us using your voice to defend the rights of the oppressed, I just wish there were more of you. That's that peace. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 though, wait, though, wait, though, wait, though. Mm hmm. Hands up. Don't shoot. Damn, that's powerful, don't you think? But it's your lack of universal action that worries me. You first, you forced Hollywood to accept diversity, and you claimed it was for me. And I get that. But as a result of this, that judicious, inclusive ruling, it's even harder for me to break into Hollywood. And I ain't mad at that. It's your game, and I get that too. But I want to ask you, if you could close your eyes for a second and imagine, I want you to think about your kids. And if you don't have kids, I want you to think about a young family member that you care about deeply. It's Memorial Day, and it's your turn to host a family get-together. But it's more like a reunion, and the family members will barely a drop of same blood, drop by to show their loyalty to ancestral roots and familiar bonds on your 40 acres. Children feed your mule while teenage cousins test their luck by tossing horseshoes on forest lawns. Can you smell the beef as it, as it sears over hot coals and hickory, which gives off a tantalizing and irresistible smell? It's like a scene, a scene fresh off the pages of your favorite novel, that is, until the police are called, and you're living inside of your privilege and you can't get that. So you ask an innocent question, which is in your right to ask, but it seems only to agitate the enigmatic problem which causes the police to start whooping everybody's ass starting with those that pose the biggest threat. 
teenagers are not onlookers to brutality. They become victims and sometimes the use of memorial murals on, on mom and pop store front walls. Suspects by definition, a right given the biggest one to protect those that they despise, conditioned to be obedient to authority. You stand by as your kids get hit with billy clubs, and your only course of action is to ask God why. Helpers as time stands still in a post inside of your fist, of your firstborn chest, they restrain you as he's positioned on his back face up for news cameras on helicopters to record. Newscasters break regular programming and propagandize the masses for eloquent damage control. Honor roll students will be rebranded as thugs, while young girls with dreams of acting and modeling careers are destroyed by depression and drugs. Candlelight visuals got unnoticed by news feeds that demand equality and truth, but the truth is as plain to see as the blood on the hands of those that perpetuate conspiracies, fed up with the lack of coverage by the evening news. You hashtag your pain on block type that the majority will feel your pain, but they never do. Because no matter how much they say they do, they never get you. And no amount of civil settlement contingent upon the non-disclosure will bring your loved one back. Can you feel that? That's called living in America being black. But before you open your eyes, what if that family member that you just visualized was white? What would be the impact? Fred Hampton, Malcolm X, Bart King, Harry Tucker. I just wish there was more of you. And that's really that too. <laughs> Damn. Oh. Woo. Oh my God. Wow. Yo. Y'all too? <laughs> oh my God. You too? Good Lord. Okay. That was fucking fire. Uh, oh my God. That's the first time I heard his. He destroyed that. <laughs> It's my wow. first time hearing it. I, I read it, but I haven't heard it. It's my first time hearing it. God damn. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, that's the ink for you. <laughs> look, look, y'all need to expect more from um, these two. I'm hoping to get in, but I don't know if my pen can fit in, man, because they they on a on a plane by themselves. I had to climb for a long time to catch up with these two. <laughs> Stop playing. I guess that makes it feel better when you murder everybody. But okay, yeah. <laughs> no, no, they heard y'all. They heard y'all. So look, we're gonna put you on the couch. Damn, Kevin, that was hot, man. That was that was hot as fuck. Um, reading it is one thing, but hearing it, something else. Golly. So you two, God damn. Okay, so save some stuff for later, Ox. Save some stuff. We're okay. going to set you on the couch, okay? I'm right here. All right. That was the Kevin Smith that collaborated with Oxygen, the poet. Next artist on the mic. Hello, you're on the mic. Who goes there? Who is so, this? This is my is this the all-around queen, the gangster granny? Everybody know her as Mama Ola Daisy. Look what? Look, I'm I'm not even gone. <laughs> It's your mic, your way, two pieces, 
Go ahead and wreck it. We already know. I wrote this from back in the day, and it's still relevant. I wrote this from kids that um was killing their mothers and stealing from their grandmothers and just don't really understand that um and the mothers don't understand it's the food, it's the water, it's messing these kids up and even if they already got a bad streak, this makes it worse. So I'm talking to the young ones here. Here you come throwing pebbles. I tap you on the shoulder, clap you with this boulder, wait till you get older to be colder. You come with the sea breeze. I got the Arctic chill, the big breeze. I'm dropping you to your knees. I'm taking back my seniority. My wisdom gets priority. Your dead theme is in obscurity. Yapping about you got bling rims and bullshit things like how long your money is and the N word and the B word and the H word played out bragging and complaining, shaming the art with your empty cart. Making noise, ain't saying nada. You just a bother trying to get paid, little boy, when you can't even get laid. Cause we see your ass up on the stage, void of rage, little poop, but howling about wood. I need to make a come up. Go find your guts and stop the noise, little boy. Take a stand, little man. The gods have risen. Time to pay attention before you find yourself enslaved in a privatized prison. Leave the stuff found in the hood alone, like. Black and miles and malt liquor. It's bad enough they are feeding you food without nutrition, prepping you for institutions. You go to jail for child support. Then you cannot get a job when they let you out. Now your record is shady. So you want to go away and do away with the baby and the lady? Vicious cycle. Use the rest of your brain before it's dead, too. Little boy, want to kill. You want to kill your own mama to run with a gang? So you shoot your mama in her sleep. Bang, bang, bang. Now they have you for life. If they ever let you out, there's no one to rescue you. Maybe the boy who cut up his mama and baked her like a duck. Maybe you and him could be friends with a little luck. So don't go throwing pebbles and Run. Don't throw pebbles off of bridges. That's why I'm tapping you on the shoulder and clapping you with this boulder, son. If you want to thrive and survive, you better stay. You better learn to stay alive. You need to learn to plant and grow before they put you in that hole, before everything you eat don't have to come from the Chinese store and the Arabs in the hood. You cannot stay alert eating the food from Burger King. It boils down to this. You need vitamins. You need to know your trees and herbs and your seeds. And if nothing else, please get the knowledge of these. Don't get stuck in traps, especially traps that you can see. You can see them coming. Let that be a thing of the past. It's called hedonism. Get serious and get serious fast. See, I am the reality, even though I'm from the past. I am the reality. You are the potential. Telling you how to stay cool in the blue. Remember, I have forgotten more than you ever knew. Damn. Damn. You're going to learn today. I hope y'all listening. Next piece, my mom. Okay. The next piece is on another page, and it is uh, short. Let me go here. Um, this is a piece I wrote about um, love, actually. And um, it's called Ambiguity. 
He loves me, he loves me not. They love me or they don't. In other words, two or more contradictory feelings cannot both be true in the same sense at the same time. Metaphysicians say only one can be true. There is no middle, no in-between. Only will or won't. No almost. Either he does or he don't. He just does or he does not. He loves me or he loves me not. Either he does or he doesn't. In and out. No ambiguity. Reasoning, convincing him to come in is not easy. But crack the door. Open it bigger. One foot in, one foot out. If he ain't all in, latch the lock. Go figure. It's up to you to make up his, her mind. Ambiguity and a confused mind. But don't just stand there looking stupid and wondering if he loves you. <laughs> There's no room for the two in the same mind. In peace. Oh, my God. <clears throat> uh, You're going to learn today. She, she's talking to us. She's talking Y'all need to be, we need to be listening. I hope y'all listening. You will find Mama Ola Deji um, where there is an open mic. Check her out. She's got a book coming. She's got a CD coming. She's working on some things. Y'all pay attention. Vicky Aqua, a.k.a. Mama Ola Daisy, the all-around queen, and the gangster granny, who you heard just a little while ago getting on them youngins. All right, um, okay, save yes, some stuff yes, for later. I have a yeah, I have a free book that's up now already. You can see it on um on my page. Either go to a Black Poetry Cafe, and um, I'm going to put in the chat room, in the event room. A tape that somebody did a message to the man child, and one idea they did it for me because I'm not really good at uh, spoken word. So y'all can listen to it with a better voice. I'm gonna put it in there right now. Thank you for letting me share. Yes, yes, good, good, good. Um, look for that info on the imp- on the event page, you guys. Thank you so much. Um, we're gonna come back to you. Oh, okay. Next artist on the mic. Yeah, my name is Edward Burks. Hello, my brother. How are you? The other half of the Twin Soul. Um, you can catch them um, on Tuesday night on the Damon Network. How are you? Yes, man. Yeah, man. I'm cool, man. I'm cool. Loving the show. Nice. Awesome, awesome. So it's your mic, your way. All right. Excuse me. Words marinate. I receive Jai's vibe. I digest his verse. Poeticize his life. Lish rain from above. Like droplets of silver. Release sweet inspiration. The message I'm to deliver. My pen vibrates. Releases his precious ink. I write for the Almighty. I represent our King. I pray for enlightenment, spiritual inner visions, black power lyrics, Langstonian religions. Sitting on a porch in 1933 here in dark Harlem, hearing cool jazz poetry, 
Harlem Poets Recite, a cool, jazzy piece. Beret, goatee, reefer, over a beat. Back to the present, 2018, lyrical visions, ultra-prophetic dreams. Lyrics marinate, words fall like rain. Inspire my lust for ink to erase all pain. I write for peace, spiritual inner visions. I believe in love, like stony religions. I received a poem that fell to God's earth. The silver droplets created a new birth. Amen. In peace. Love that. Love your ink. Um, you got another piece? Yeah, man, I do, sister. I do. Let me get it real quick here. Sorry about that. All right, here we go. Cry me your king to share your throne. I'm in search of a queen to call my very own. Love me with respect. Bless me with your power. Be my chalice. Be conscious flower. Kiss me into another dimension. Show me what I need. Be my true love. My gospel ecstasy. We pray with grace. Live in God's favor. Blessify our race. Respect thy neighbor. Ours will be a kingdom, a castle of truth. Under the banner of Rasta, I'll always love you. We have a spiritual union, a union that's pure, a love of truth, a love for sure. I will place you among the stars, fly you high and free, be your cherry wine, forever your king. We will rule with honor, share our purple throne, Embrace the cool showers, a foundation with stone. I'm a king because of bloodline. A lion bless my fire. Let's combine our royal hearts to power spiritual desires. Let's show the power of the wind to transport our flow, the spirits of the blue mountains. Bless our mortal souls. Amen. In peace. Love your ink, Serge. Love your ink. Save some stuff for later on. You will find him on Tuesday night on the Damon Network with Soul Twins with Anna Waddell. Shout out to her. Um, we're going to set you on the couch, and we will come back to you. Thank you yeah, so man, much. Cool. Yeah, man, no problem. Um, I just want to um, shout out. Adrian Horn, we're waiting on you to get on the mic, so you need to go ahead and press that one and quit playing. If you need an editor, if you are writing and you need ideas for your book, Adrian Horn is the one to hook up with. Adrian, go ahead and press that one. All right, next artist on the mic. (laughs) Well, hello. This is Anna Waddell of the Soul Twins, a.k.a. the Verbal Mystic. Now, how lucky am I to follow my soul kindred brother, Edward Burke? That was dope. (laughs) That was dope. (laughs) You couldn't plan it better. That was dope. Your mic, your way. All right. My first piece is called Repelling Your Kryptonite. Like the sweetest lullabies, your snake oils charmed me. You weakened my defenses. I witnessed your prosecution, your ceremonious execution. I succumbed to your alibi. My mind's restricted. My body's conflicted. 
broken promises, shards of glass, piecing my broken pieces, unempty, yet not out of gas, clueless to your disguises, unfortunate, masked well. You kept flipping the script. You were fortunate, Maxwell. I trip and fall again, again, head first, awaiting your heart to quench my thirst. Light dawned on me like a new day. Your power by my power. Touche. I coagulated your cross-wired sonnet. I reconfigured mental components. Your hack's been hacked by my massive attack. Shut down by the lesser. No longer the lack. You make game moves full of lies. I make chess moves. Strategize. Game's over. No more debate. You, vamoose. Me, checkmate, superheroine without a cape. I Houdini, my great escape. Once again, free to take flight, rising higher to new heights. Quiet storm seized by light, I've repelled your kryptonite. And that's that piece. Second piece, I see your soul. I see your soul, painfully void of reciprocal love. I see your soul, longing to nurture like a mother's love, sorry. I see your soul longing to nurture like a mother's touch. I see your soul, prayers most high, willingness to sow. I see your soul rising from ashes, phoenix in the making. I see your soul, evolutionary wingspan, destinations unknown. I see your soul soaring high above clouds of adversity. I see your soul a fresh, gentle breeze through open windows. I see your soul, mentally energized, restoration complete. I see your soul, and it's beautiful. That's that piece. Dope, dope stuff. So to that that, that first piece, um, <clears throat> I coagulated your sonnet. Say, say what? <laughs> I coagulated your crosswired sonnet. I reconfigured crosswired sonnet. Yes, yes. Hot. That was a highlight right there. I'm like, yo, are you kidding me? Y'all need to hook up with this lady here. They have poetry slams over there on the Damon Network. They have a dope, dope, dope um, platform. Um, on Tuesdays, check them out. You don't want to miss these shows. That they are, they are the bomb. They are the bomb. Um, thank you yes, so much. Tuesday, we're gonna, something. This, this Tuesday we're going to be celebrating Ju- Juneteenth and giving a shout out to fathers on a belated Father's Day. So, give us a check out. Nice, nice, nice. Hey, drop that in the event page. Um, I'm going to be there. I'll be uh, listening in. Um, thank you so much. We're going to set you on the couch. Save All something right. for later. All right. Anna Waddell, ladies and gentlemen, next artist on the mic. Good evening, Queen. Good evening. Is this who I think it is? It might be. Is this Anthony Arnold? Yes, it is. Awesome. I am so glad you made it. 
Uh, without further ado, mm-hmm. your mic, your way. First piece I got for you is called Weapons of Black Destruction. Another black man has fallen, his life taken before its time. Why was he slaughtered? Why was he lynched? Tasers in nightclubs, seven on one, punched and kicked. A melanin king incarcerated. A queen slammed to the ground. To exist is to wonder why us, why were we chosen to suffer the injustice? Because we look unlike none other. It matters not who is profiled. If you are black, you are seen as a threat. Academics have studied it. One phone call proved it. Today, if we protest, we are unpatriotic. We are sons of bitches and ungrateful thugs. Just shut up and play. Better yet, just leave the country. Meanwhile, in the seat of power, armed with incendiary words, he empowers those who would wipe us from the face of the earth. Weapons of black destruction, not just guns, tasers, and nightclubs, but Facebook and Twitter, and a person that just doesn't get it, and really, peace. Wow. Second piece. Of, second piece I got for you is something a little different, piece called Fatal Attraction. He couldn't live without her. She didn't want him to. Love for them was dangerous. Their attraction was fatal. Love making was unlike anything ever seen. Their passion reached heights unknown. He could make her moist with just a kiss. She could make his heart skip a beat with just a glance. Yet they couldn't stay with or stay away from one another. Jealousy ruled the both of them if they received as much as a glance from another. An argument ensued. Accusations flew. She didn't believe him. He couldn't believe her. They fought from morning till night until they couldn't fight anymore. He took his life and while holding his hand she took hers. He couldn't live without her. She didn't want him to. Love for them was dangerous. Their attraction was fatal. Awesome, awesome work. Drop the links to your projects in the event page. You guys want to get his projects. Thank you so much, Anthony Arnold. Save something for later. Um, we're going to set Alrighty, you on the Ladies and gentlemen, that was Anthony Arnold. We are now going into overtime. 
Um, it is still recorded, but those that are listening online will have to call 619-924-0845 to get in to hear the rest of the show and press that one to get on the mic and say that. All right, uh, next poet on the mic. Beast King in the building. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. I'm I'm not even gonna I'm gonna let you do everything you gotta do. Your mic, your way. <clears throat> Got you. It's been a long time coming and I know a change gonna come. Oh yes it is. It's been a long time coming and I know a change. Is gonna come. I remember when my name was first created by the French and they took over my entire area, and then Spain did everything else to take over my entire area. Welcome to New Orleans. When Katrina but the ancestors behind her tried to wash away my entire livelihood. I thought that it was all bad, but in the aftermath, it still was good because they came back to me. My children were laying lifeless in the ground while the water pulled them under the ground, but some still came back to me. Actually, I love my children. There's no place on the planet like New Orleans. At least that's what my children say. When you walk around Bourbon Street, it's more than just adults. You've even seen children play because there's no place like New Orleans. I've been here for so long, and I have brought people up right from the bottom that was so strong. Even the rushing waters and levee breaking did not break the love my people had for me. And I called them my people because they came back when other people ran from me, and I know that tragedy is tragedy. I went through it. I was literally in the eye of the storm. I've been through it. I understand how they feel, and I really need to be absolutely real. Even New Orleans cried when half of New Orleans died, but 80% still came back. They didn't just see me as a pile of nothingness. They did come back. So that gives a testament to how strong my children are. And every child that has grown or grows up on this soil, I say it loud and proud that these are my shining stars because they're an example of that tragedy. Even being called a refugee doesn't mean anything because they already knew where home was. And even the storm that tried to wash me away still didn't wash the memory of what home was. See, it's been a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it is. So many people died when Katrina came. So many crying, so many dying, so many bodies of lifeless carcasses lying, and they were floating down a river. 
I cried when the family members cried when they died. I felt what the family members felt. You don't even understand. The soil was crying. The earth was literally breaking over that overwhelming overtaking, but my children came back to me. When you hear the word New Orleans, all you think about is the culture. I want you to think about it, but it's more deeper than just a simple culture. It was literally a way of life. You can talk about Louisiana all you want to, but New Orleans is its own special place with its own special view, with its own special face, so don't judge me. And even in the midst of the storm when everything still was ugly, people still loved me, so don't judge me. Matter of fact, people tried to overstand and overtake and break everything that my children tried to create, but still, if a storm couldn't whoop my ass. What can you do? If a storm couldn't break me down, how could you, dude? You don't understand how important New Orleans is. They got a voice all his own. You can see my New Orleans kids. You can see everything that's been through this entire soil, the grass, the very air that we breathe. And you didn't think that we were overcomers. This is something that you needed to believe because... Even in the midst of things that seemed that it was utter dark, even in the midst of things that felt like her soul was being torn apart, they came back to me. I don't want you to remember anything else but the fact that at the end of that road, they still came back to me and still tried to rebuild. Matter of fact, scratch that, we're still rebuilding. We still have husbands marrying wives. We're still producing children. So what did the storm do? It made us tougher, made us stronger, showed us that we could survive anything, death, even hunger. Even the slaves' blood that was spread up on this very ground was awakened by what Katrina said in her sound. See, Katrina is an ancestor, too. She came to prove a point that levees can get broken easily, but the people can be broken that easily because they still came back to me, boo. So it was a long time coming. But the change will come. See, my children love me regardless and eat. Woo, good gracious. Okay. Um, y'all going to learn today. I guess that's just the uh, the theme of the show. Um, you got your second piece? Of course. Have you ever seen, scratch that? Have you ever felt, scratch that? Have you ever felt that you could see when everybody else could see, but you were blind? Let me walk you through the mind of someone that was born blind. See, I came from my mother's womb without the ability to see, but I could feel every emotion, everything. I can even hear the very sounds like I could see. See, I felt like I was a marble character. I was up and up on that type of level because even though I was born blind, I consider myself a daredevil because I could still do things that people that could physically see, but I could hear all of the lies and all of the talking and all the stares and all of the walking. I could see everything that everybody else was doing around me because people are more transparent when they think that you can't see. So I asked the man that really could see when he was talking all that garbage to me, he 
said, how do you feel about being disabled? I said, I don't consider myself disabled. I consider myself connected to the higher source. I'm connected to a spiritual cable. What do you mean, how do I feel being disabled? See, my senses were heightened, and that frightens you because even though I lost the sense to see, my third eye pineal gland could show me everything that you could not possibly see so I could see the bigotry, the immaturity, and the sewage that spits from your lips like it was manure to me. See, I'm different. Everyone always wants to judge a book by its covers but never want to look through the inner workings of the chapters because when people was talking about me being disabled and I would be nothing, my mothers were showing me that I would be a master, master mathematician, master in English, master in science, master in history. My mama showed me that through what God gave me, I could unlock unsolved mysteries and I get upset at times when people back in the day was constantly dissing me, but now I'm still going up and moving on up, and all that is history, so when you mention me, you better put respect on my name. You say that I'm disabled, but you're disabled, because what I see is that you are really lame, because I can see your heart. Every time you lie, your heart skips a beat. Every time you inhale and exhale, that garbage, the air around you no longer smells sweet. See, I'm different. You say that I'm disabled, but to me, you're disabled because I'm connected to a higher source, and you ain't even elongated enough to even feel that cable. See, I understand more things that you could ever possibly see because he gave me the power to believe in him instead of believing in these. See, my eyes were just a small to pay for everything else he granted me. You don't understand what I have to say because even a blind man can get a wife that can see because she saw my heart. She ain't seen nothing that you can see. So while I have a wife and have a better life than you could ever possibly see, it's because I didn't let my disability really be a disability to me. I hate ignorant people and eat. Oh, my God. Dope, dope, dope as hell. Dope as hell. You're you're a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal person, phenomenal artist, phenomenal supporter. Um, We got to set you on the couch. I need you to hold something for later because we're going to go straight through and uh, do another round. Got you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that is... Beast King, the Beast King, um, the King of the Beasts. All right, next artist on the mic. Hello? Hello. Hello. Welcome to Say That. Who do we have on the line? Prince McNally. Awesome. Okay. So your mic, your way, two pieces. Forever changed. Poetry is a song of our inner voice echoing from our souls. It speaks with such an eclectic tongue touching all facets of life. It is a living, breathing entity of language which captures our hearts, our minds, and our imagination, shaping our every thought, our every emotion. It is the song of lovers, and yet it is the silent cry of the tortured. It is the seed of change and revolution. It is the splendor of nature, draped in silver linings of metaphor and haiku, like the majesty of birds in flight. 
sailing across the ocean blue sky. It is the bumblebee who kisses the eager lips of flowers while pollinating our minds. It is the splendor of a single rose coming into bloom at the birth of spring with endless petals of thought trickling down from the skies like rain. Thoughts that leave us filled with emotion. Thoughts that leave us feeling inspired and fulfilled while other times they leave us feeling angry and puzzled, inundated with questions. We question God. We question ourselves. We question our being, our purpose of living, thoughts that leave us feeling uplifted and spellbound, thirsting for more. Poetry is the beautiful collaboration of words, of emotions, of colors and thoughts gathering at the foot of our souls, oftentimes leaving us breathless and other, and our hearts forever changed. In peace. Whew. I love that piece. Uh, you got another one? I surely do. Uh, give me one second. Uh, okay. This piece is called The uh, Song of Their Addiction. Have you ever seen the miracle of springtime lilies dancing in the meadow to the winds of a storm that eventually passes, leaving them practically unscathed? Do you remember how the sun would rise triumphantly after the storm, splattering the colors of the rainbow across the quiet skies, as if to say, this is a new day, a new age, a renaissance of change? Oh, how I wish... This was a poem about the miracle of springtime lilies dancing in the winds of a storm that will eventually pass, leaving them practically unscathed. I wish this was a poem about the sun rising triumphantly after the storm, splattering the colors of the rainbow across the quiet skies, slowly, slowly unveiling a day of, of new age, a renaissance of purity, beauty, innocence. But this is not a poem about dancing lilies surviving a storm, nor is it a poem about the beautiful sunrise splattering the colors of the rainbow across the quiet skies or the coming of a new day, a new age, a renaissance of purity, beauty, and innocence. This is a poem about pain and struggle, about betrayal and torture. This is a poem about the ugliness of life as seen through the eyes of an addict. This is a poem about the call of addiction, about the pain of its infliction, the power of its grip, and the pull of its gravity upon the human psyche. This is a poem about how quickly it dims the lights of one's essence and crushes the soul, how it dashes one's hopes and dreams, killing their desire to live for anything else other than serving the constant yearning of one which never serves them. This unyielding desire to dance with the devil circumvents anything and everything of true value, of true meaning, often and serving the bond, severing the bond between friends and family, not to mention one's responsibilities. So utterly crippling, it weakens one's will to exercise their freedom of thought, for they are merely but slaves, surrendering to an un 
unquenchable thirst, they quest unworthy of pursuit, for it whispers quietly in the ears of the soul of its victims, its breath ever redolent with the inevitable stench of death, like the song of the siren addiction calls and compels its victims to do its unholy bidding, to do its dance, and when they dance, it reminds me of those lilies dancing in the meadow to the winds of a storm that will eventually pass, for no matter how hard or how long those winds may blow, they still hold on to the song of their addiction in peace. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <clears throat> powerful, powerful, powerful ink. Powerful ink. I so appreciate and admire your work. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for holding on and uh, being patient while we got to you. Oh, my God. Y'all going to learn today. This this is Prince McNally. If you do not know, oh, you are missing out. You are missing out. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, Try to stay on for the rest of the show. We're going to go straight through and get to everybody who spit. Will do, sis. Thank you, Queen. Thank you so much. Next artist on the mic. Spoken non-existence. I think the whole world just skipped a beat. What if poetry never existed? Then the name Cain Spade with my face wouldn't have come to be. But before me, the world the past we learned from would have had more dark days than anyone could ever believe. No poetry, no building blocks for the creation of music of old or even nowadays. So much war, so much pain, no vidin', just action, breaking through blood, flesh and bone, wrong satisfaction, hate. Escalates beyond the human imagination. Being civil or civilization would crumble at the masses. The weak would never get passes. Fueling anger would be normal, see? Love just a fantasy, a just not used by the many, a creation of language never to be created, experience lived or absorbed aside of learning to ever be out of our grasp, would we even be human? Or emotionless robots, would the USA be just another third world? I wouldn't even know the lot that listened to this piece, this piece would not had ever been written. The criteria, the substance to create poetry would never spark. DSR all damn day would be a desert's mirage. Blog talk would just be an uh, imagination. This show here tonight at Say That with Melissa Yelverton would not come to be. Chaos, mayhem would be man's best friend. That line soothing the savage beast would never have been written. Savage would be the way of the world, way of the mind state, courtesy a joke to make a maniac laugh, <laughs> while contributing to death, hate, and the negative sad, but this world would be asunder, and that's always on DSR. Damn, next artist on the mic.
Welcome to Say That. Next artist. Peace, love, and blessings. This is Mr. Romeo Dinati. Nice. I'm so glad you're on the air. Good to hear you. Your mic, your way. Oh, I was just online just to say wonderful show. Absolutely great. I enjoyed it from the beginning. Oh, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the support. I'm I'm so glad you're enjoying the show. Um, so if you're not gonna you're not gonna spit anything. Not even a little bit. Nah. I do a couple <laughs> lines. Okay. Cool? Yeah. Right. Um, liquor, like liquor. I ask that you let me hear so I can touch your mouth for your heart and enter to your soul for my thoughts. I had her mind twisted and confused the way I tasted her. She must have thought I was a lesbian in disguise or a butch with a real life tool. I broke the rules that a man couldn't, shouldn't, Know how to turn a woman brick walls into pudding. But wouldn't. You want someone who's able to translate the parent of the kitten? Ain't no need for Prince and Latin if King's masses grant your wishes. Never felt the tongue so softly. You're vicious. It's a war zone, baby. I'm going into the trenches. Drinking you like a canteen, your water of life crunches. My thirst. Not sure which time you came in the hardest. The first, fourth, or last was the worst. As in the best. You lay there a while like you were stuck in your sticky mess. But I wasn't done. Just giving time to catch your breath. Because I was going to drain and catch everything else till you had nothing left. I lied. I want it all. So I also feel like I took the air out of your chest. That's all I'm going to give you. Oh, my God. That's, that's, that's all we get. <laughs> okay, it's, I was really it's been a minute. I told IG the voice and I was just listening. Yeah, and it has been a while. And I, I just wanted to support it. Um, but I enjoyed it. Yo, show. you've been, been missed. Missing y'all too. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for that. Um, I hope to hear you again. Um, and hopefully we'll get some more from you. Uh, we're going to put you back on the couch. And yeah, and get Adrian Sorry. Horn on the line too. I want to hear her spit. I'm trying to get her to press one. She keep hiding. Yeah. Yeah. I just called her out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Adrian, you heard the call. Stop playing. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. And even this, Romeo Donati, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a minute since I heard him. Nice. All right, next artist on the mic. 
Good evening, Queen. How are you? This is Paul Sampson, Divine Inspiration. Oh, hey, Divine Inspiration. How are you? I'm so glad you made it. Uh, yes, I did. I made it. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, your show is awesome. I'm I'm sitting here just like, wow, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I'm I'm enjoying. I'm getting the fix that I needed so badly. So, your mic, your way. Here we go once again. Another role model that looks like me, targeted by the powers that be. It seems they want. To ensure all our youth see is nothing but a life of sin and illegality. The rise in private prisons, the new plantations, and the systematic targeting of so many notable Nubian men. Age of technology and advancement, we find ourselves in the 1800s again. I I have mixed emotions about these occurrences, to be sure. While I definitely despise their efforts to hold us back, something else pulls on my heartstrings. I'm appalled by the lack of actions from blacks. We seem to be content with our demise. We allow these things to happen right before our eyes. We sit back and complain to a friend. That is where our outrage ends. And these atrocities occur over and over and over again. Bill Cosby and now Morgan Freeman, and who, who knows who will be next. Unless this systematic annihilation is checked, there will not be a single black person to hold in esteem. We are to be without role models for our youth with esteem. What a sorry jacked up race we must appear to be if there is not one positive example for our kids to see. And the silence in our outcry, we just accept it prophetically. If they're not publicly disgraced, then they are locked up behind bars. This bullshit-ish has gone entirely too far, and I'm sick and tired of these emotional scars. But this is preventing us from together reaching the stars. Wake the flock up, people. Let our voices be raised, or we will find that guilty charges without evidence will follow us the rest of our days. The damage from these accusations are irreversible. Even if founded, unfounded, the stigma stays. It is more than obvious the justice system means just us as satisfaction for its insatiable lust. From a God, a nation who touts in God we trust. Change, I mean, change is an immediate must. Present rate of destruction of those with fame, aspirations shall appear a mere, a mere child's game for fear of. Being railroaded and brought down in shame, our youth will come to believe mediocrity is, is their name. And it's a sin and a damn shame to be sure the hate-filled atrocities we have endured. Land of the free is a bunch of manure. This country is rotten and racist at its core, and yet we still allow it to go on practically ignored. This land and its inhabitants need an intervention by the Lord. This populace needs to begin obeying the word and stop all this madness acting like spawns of Satan, electing demon into the White House where he's just faking. And hatred and diversion is all he's really making. Trickle down desensitization canon will be the death of us all by blinding by the severity of the fall, the subliminal brainwashing of a nation and of our race. 
has stuff on stupid written on all our face. We seem ineffectual in our own demise as we are steered to the slaughter by the subconscious dogma being fed to our sons and our daughters. You know, the crap we accept that is actually absorbed by our youth. We have been so blinded that subtly they may oblivious to the truth that what they see each and every day is meant to limit their greatness some way because if you cripple our youth, it is actually our entire race that is affected. Dear God, help us remove the scales and may all the lies and smoke screens be summarily rejected. Please allow us to be the creation you had in mind at the concept of time. Protect this movie and nation from the spirits that choose to do us harm, that are striving and plotting to rewrite the strength of our minds, who seem hell-bent to keep us pacified on clueless behind, where we are coerced into unknowingly preventing our collective selves from being the best of our kind. He spoke, and his words lit up in my eyes like diamonds. It felt like... Okay, um, I don't know what happened, Kevin. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, uh, divine inspiration. That's all right. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I don't know what happened. Uh, hopefully that was a uh, faux pas or a mistake right there. <laughs> we appreciate you. Uh, were you. Were you finished? Yeah, there was just a couple lines left. I'm, it's it's done pretty much. I'm good. Uh, do you want to drop those? Um, trying to think where it, where it stopped. All right. Um, uh, please allow us to be the creation you had in mind at the concept of time. Protect this Nubian nation from the spirits that choose to do us harm that are striving and plotting to rewrite the strength of a mind who's same hell-bent to keep us pacified and clueless behind, where we are coerced into unknowingly preventing our collective selves from being the best of our kind. Tricks of the mind, tricks in my mind that hinder me from rising above, from reveling in the sanctity of the godly love. How have I, or we, allowed this spirit of deception to control and destroy? And in this, it is the mighty name of Jesus, I implore, and peace. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that was, I just found out that was an accident. We we do sincerely apologize for that. Um, I'm no so apologies. sorry. Um, but um, lovely work, as always. Um, do you have another piece? Okay. Um, okay. As a matter of fact, I do. I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Um, this is called a love Jones. I got a love Jones, ladies, and as love goes, this Jones is an inferno burning hot. Rest assured, a casual game or a player's line or some bull manure, this is not. This is bearing of my heart and soul from deep inside where the spirit of God took hold. 
I got to love you, Jones Lady, for reasons I want to make perfectly clear. I want you to know why I hold you all in high esteem and so dear. I want my love, Jones, to empower you and erase any and all fear. It is to the pinnacle of your greatness that I hope to steer, leaving every ounce of your pains and any crippling experiences in the rear. Onward and upward back to your throne you must soar. No longer should you, your importance be ignored. Well, rap. who else can bring forth a new life? Who else could positively empower a man? Who else could work all day, feed the family, and sex a man, sex a man down lovely and still deal with this world's strife? These are the strengths that once defined you, and through it all you remain delicate and beautiful, yet strong as steel, and strength and support goes you were the real deal. You were regal. You were class personified, formally educated or not. Your wisdom was profound. You would not or could not allow yourself to be denied. My love, Jones, for you makes me determined to restore all that you were, to ensure that never happens again your disrespect or your dethroning ever again occurs. I want to once again watch you glide like a queen with full knowledge that you are the most vital, beautiful being ever seen and dressed to entice and allure, not bearing at all with nothing left for the imagination, leaving a bit to wonder. Now that's real stimulation. Making us wait to taste your honey won't make us leave or run. And if he does, you are much more to him than something for just casual fun, and heartache is sure to follow before it's all said and done. Yes, I got a love, Jones, for all you queens. Make us once again desire to be your king. Don't allow us or anyone to offer you anything less. If you do, you cannot be mad at what you get. A king needs a queen to inspire him to grow from a prince or he'll end up a mustache, gray-bearded boy, undeserving of or without his crown. Somewhere along the line, this concept was lost and it has brought our entire race down. Most of what our race portrays of ourselves these days are far from the stature and the elevation of old. And unless we elevate and restore queens from where they are today, kings and queens, our existence will be the saddest story ever told. Queens of the world, we need your return. Without you, we cease to exist. We all die. King, we need to recognize and apologize and restore our queens. Life as we need it is at stake if we don't at least try. And peace. Beautiful, beautiful work. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Paul Sampson, a.k.a. Divine Inspiration. You will find him every Sunday evening on Epiphany Radio uh, at 9 p.m., correct? Yes. Yes. Good. Yes. 9 p.m., yes. where they whisper and they go bareback and things. So, but on Sunday night, <laughs> but on Sunday night, they behave. <laughs> Yes, I have been corrupted. Mr. Metaphoria has corrupted me. Well, he's kind of contagious like that. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much um, for being patient and uh, for those two pieces or beautiful, beautiful, beautiful work. Thank you for all that you do. 
God bless you. God bless you, Queen. All righty. Going to put you on the couch. Paul Sampson, ladies and gentlemen, uh, next artist on the mic. Hello, you are on. Say that. What's going hey. on? Say that. How you doing? Got Joe still it's on us. the <laughs> All right, your mic. Let's get it. You hear the feel? If I talk too much to see, I'm trying desperately to be understood. Seem a little shy. It's for all the times that I hid my heart in the dark. Like in all the story books, the white knight came and took the little girl alone in the world. You don't try to overwhelm when I sometimes undersell the way I feel. Now I believe I am love. If I focus too much on it, my heart and staccato, quick skipping beats that make every breath an unattainable gas of memory that shoots back to the spine, back to the heart, and my God, in person, you made your point. How do I respect your privacy when I want to tell it real loud like part of me Parts of me heat up like backup generators in a forgotten castle responding to the king's return, squeezed out every shred of doubt, locked me up and gave me the key, have left your mark on my body. May I suck your thumb while my body you plunder, moving higher thought further down under, all of your inner purpose directed on my taking my next breath fish grease hot seek and destroy on that spot no words exchanged we've talked enough your vocab is long thick in wordplay and sometimes rough you hear my mood and responding kind verbally dancing in my mind he says you are mine, that I'm his missus, and he is my mister, fast and furious, in my ear whispers, long, slow, stroking, deep, hot, fire, stoking, wee hours of the morning, poking, doubt, dethroning, deep tissue boning, scaring the neighbors with this scream moaning, and all the crash, boom, path of destruction from back to front, from room to room, every drop rang from me. Voice so hoarse, my tears, which used to be, which used to course now, float away. Vapor, gentle sparkle of salt on bronze skin, every drop rang from me. Somewhere, the familiar beat of a single drum and the smell of Egyptian musk. Every drop mine. I am love, love, always here to give you what you need. Like 
you do for me. And that's that. She's just going to sing my song, though. Okay. Uh, Joe, you got a piece? <laughs> yeah, I do. So here we go. Little scars. You're worthless. You ain't shit. Bobby and Ken dolls are played with like this. Dad uses fists. Mommy spits her blood. Little girl wishes she never was. Little boy plays with knives. He wheels it very close to a schoolmate's eyes. He calls her bitches, and she had to have stitches. All from the horrors he's witnessed. The home is a war zone. But they don't get this. All they hear and see is cursing and fists. Stuffed animals are thrown and pummeled. Imaginary friends shout out, Let's get ready to rumble! The whole baby players shut up in spankings. Is it the role model we should be thinking? The little girl spits in the means, just plain mean. She views all males as some sort of demon. The little boy fights, kicks and slaps. I guess his daddy told him that. Meanwhile, back at home, all is quiet, too quiet, not the norm. Mom and dad is all lovey-dovey, bickering siblings yelling, Mama, he shoved me. Conflicting sentiments of stop fighting and get along. And they look at each other as if something's wrong. Two weeks of no war zone. It's like an it suit with cortisone. On the surface of normal home. Very much like your own. But those two children in a violent environment have imaginations that are slightly bent. Child's play is wild play. Imitating those vile days. Not enough of those mild days. The memories stay. They've learned those ways. They'll be grown someday. And she has self-esteem issues, seeking a man who will abuse, keep her in line with the short fuse, and that's what men do. He could respect women, but only to inject women. After he's done, he just neglects women. On to the next woman. They're more of a cushion to soften the blows. Growing up a witness to his mother's woes, we hear so much about abuseful adults. What about those little witnesses? What's that result? It's my piece. You know, I Dope love as that. Fuck. Dope as fuck. All right, we got to put y'all on the couch. Next artist. All right. <laughs> All right, this piece is called, I want to love so deep, it never puts me to sleep. I want to feel her in my soul, deep enough that my bones have no control. The pull of her energy gives me the strength to do anything. I want to look on her eyes and know my dreams are realized, deeply giving enough infatuation, waiting for verbal penetration, that the heart that beats in her ribcage is protected because she came from my single ribcage. So deep that each beat literally we beat together, cherishing every moment forever. I want to love so deep that I don't lose any sleep because I know she is mine and I am hers. Just a couple of forevers. My last emoji reminds her daily. My last kiss keeps her wetness in her mind seductively. The deep depth of her being is guarded by my love that is seeing. Seeing the deepness in her eyes, unlocking a different level of her love that goes beyond the skies. Deeper than any ocean or sea, 
The depths of the earth have no ends but me. I want a love so deep that when she takes her first breath in the morning air, it makes me leap, leap to my feet to greet her with a morning kiss. That level of love I miss. Her lips captivate me and control me. Her mind compels and conclude me. She has no idea the level of her power. Man may not know the hour, yet after a long, hard day of work, I'm overly excited. Inspiration of how I will be delighted. I want a love so deep that even my peers can't keep. Keep up with the fact that she is all I think about, no doubt. The kind of love that makes you terrified of lost the other person. A love that signifies an emotion, an emotion that Webster's does not even have a word for. See, this feeling for a love so deep I must conquer. I'm compelled by her beauty. It's not enough to do my duty. I pray for her. I challenge her. A love this deep is a bond that can't be broken. For this reason, it must be spoken. And that's that peace. Nice. Next, start us on the mic. I'm digging that hood in you, that street knowledge school in you, loving your black queens in you, fine and mad cool. You releasing a cool breeze in me, puffing on the cool, that bad boy thing you do, yeah. You so dope and daddy real talk, you, <laughs> you ain't no joke. You, you the real thing, coke, keeping me on my toes, stay woke. Oh, I'm woke cause them chicks is creeping, but you, you I'm keeping. You wealthy in knowledge, wisdom and understanding, never broken. Got a sister going up in smoke, me. I love how you be grilling and how we just be chilling, just getting our laugh on illing, all up in my feelings. Positive scene, you, you done flipped and changed on the queen. Lamborghini style of dress on lean, going from Armani to a fitted and some designer jeans. Panda, but you ain't got no bras in Atlanta. Mean, I'm mean mugging you. Damn, stock exchange stacks in a range, making it rain. Keeping an empress with some change, and you didn't change, and giving me the sweetest of pain. Best believe all of this is your domain. Good dude and I can't complain. Stay on my brain. Dopamine on my membrane. Ring on it material. Him that I claim. And and best believe that I'm going to get that last name. You make it do what it do. Brand, stay new and improve. Yes, you will always be my boo. Up under them crisp white button-ups, fire tattoos that I baby all down. Yeah, that's how I do. And giving credit where credit is due. And come on through, going to get my glove on. And uh, want to sink my teeth in you. And uh, you ain't red nor blue. You all about that green. I mean, 
Nah, you ain't gang banging, but baby, you show enough slanging. Ain't playing. Hot, yeah. You all corporate and whatnot, but for right now, I'm going to need you to remove that suit and tie. But uh, keep on them argyle socks. Ain't nothing like getting that good good from a brother with a little hood. So, baby, what's good, IG? Woo, damn. Next part on the mic. Mama O'Daisy, the all around queen. Um, poem I'm going to do is called, um, it's called, I'm scrolling, hold on. Oh, God, I lost it. Okay, here we go. It's called Big Bout Here, Bout Here. How do you figure life is temporary? Are you too busy living to die? Do you continue to do the opposite of what feels right? Do you know what you were sent here to do? Death is inevitable. It's the only thing that you know is true. I said death is inevitable. You are big about here, but rich people die every day. So do poor people. First being, they had little to spare, yet most would still share. Share their little, but you have not shared even a little bit of your whole life. You will arrive back with nothing as you came here with nothing. You were obligated, but your obligations were neglected. When much was expected, did you deliberately act selfishly when much was required? Could you have spared a dime? Were you not blessed with worldly desires? Have you caused harm? Abused a child, delight in war? Did you bully people or countries less fortunate than yourself? Kill for no reason or cause another to stumble? Did you continue to do what felt wrong just to feel good? Practice heroism at all costs? Then you have got a big surprise coming when this life comes to a halt. Most guilty blame others and name them at fault. No sacrifice did you make, no change. Were you found and rescued once? Though seem to enjoy being lost. No benefits of sacrifice shall you receive. A fair exchange ain't no robbery. But God cannot be swayed or bribed. Brother, bear a dime. You heard his plea. Yet you declined. You paid him no mind. Yet God gave you time to get it right. Silver and gold were your benefits on earth. But when your empty heart is weighed, what are you really worth? No substance. And it got a great big hole destined to be stuck with an empty soul. Remember, on earth, when you were big about yeah, yeah. The times you had no ears to hear or even cared to spare a dime. You had no pity 
nor a need to be kind. Now you're pleading with God to hear your mind. You were big about here with that monkey shine, with that monkey shine. In peace. Awesome, awesome. Next poet on the mic. Yeah. This is a piece called Slipping and Falling, inspired by DMX. Slipping and falling, what's going on? Every time I go forward, life pulls me back. Lord, give me strength. Bullets flying, people dying, and it ain't just the police. By our own people, we get fleeced. Just for a little taste. Just for a little peace. Sitting here thinking about what could have, should have been, if I could have, would have, should have been, ain't got nobody to blame but me. Streets were calling. Money was all I could see. Laying in this bed thinking about my boo and the little mister. I'm who he looks up to. Can't go out like this. Got to be a better man. For his sake, do the best I can. These days I walk with a bullseye on my back. Streets, I walk on the other side of the tracks. Who would miss me if I pull this trigger? Damn. There goes just another nigga. I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. I'm slipping. I'm falling. I got to get up. Get me back on my feet so I can tear shit up. That's that piece. Next artist on the mic. I will be your host today. This will be a Vagina monologue. No, let me slow it down. This will be a Vagina monologue. Now, ladies, yes, you ladies, what happens when you actually have a conversation with your vagina? You know, your yoni, your punani, whatever you want to call it. And what if she actually cussed you out? Yes, you heard me. What if she actually gave you her opinion about your decisions and cussed you out? What exactly would you do? Matter of fact, I must say, I'm not even going to speak anymore. I'm going to let her talk to you, sis. I mean, bitch. I mean, ho. I mean, all those words are plural because those all the things that you do, those words really define everything that you do because you have every Tom, Dick, Harry, Tyrone, and Hakeem, every man that you thought was a porno-style dream inside me. You never asked me for this opinion because you like to make all of these decisions and I'm left with the consequence. Why would you do that to me? You know that I was not created to be bent, stretched, torn all out of socket, ripped to the point of no return, pulled all out of pocket, but you don't care. You let your eyes dictate what would happen to me. I don't understand because every time you talk to this guy, I told you no, but you said yes. You forced me to get wet. You forced me to show him respect when I said this nigga got dirt on his neck. But you want him to be inside me. Have you ever understood the terminology of soul tie? He did everything he could but still couldn't make me come. Why? Because I wasn't attracted to him in the first place. And I'm saying that you was attracted to was a body and a nice face, so you never asked me for my opinion. 
So I guess instead of us being a team, this is a dictatorship, and I'm just submitting to all of your decisions. Are you kidding? I'm tired of this shit. Matter of fact, you went from having a pencil stick to a curve for the whiff and also a long, gigantic, shut your mouth. You've been on some bullshit. Because first and foremost, you're thirsty. And you want me to swallow all of your aftermath like Kirby. You heard me. I'm tired. I'm tired because this is what you don't see. Because every soul tie that you connect to me is disrespecting me, but you're disrespecting me more than them. Because I tell you, when I first meet him in three seconds, I don't want him in. But you're, you know, you're Eve-like. You give him my apple in my garden without even asking me. And I guess you don't even want to even try to ask of me because you ask of me to open up just like I was the Red Sea, but you want everybody's moles and staff to part these legs in half. But what if I get on my period? I'm not bullshitting. I'm actually serious. What would happen if I dried up like the Sahara Desert? As soon as you try to insert and slide, what if I dried up to the point that KY Jetty wouldn't even make him slide? What if I dried up so much that it hurts when you walk? What if me and Clit, yes, you know, my sister, my soul sister, said, fuck you, sister. What if we did that shit? I know you'd be pissed. You like to back it up like a reverse or back it up just like a truck. And I know that you're thirsty because you be warm on the inside. Not my side, your side. You're always ready to fuck. I didn't even know that you were an info. And I know that we came from your mother's womb, but you ain't tell me what I was info. See, every man that you like, I hate. Literally. Every man that you desire to say you set your soul on fire, you always want these dark Vaders to conquer my empire, but you don't ask me nothing. I guess I'm just a backup dancer to you, David Ruffin, because you are only filled with temptation. You want me and him to be my, yes, my, you only to be his final destination. And he don't even have a good representation. He don't even come with a good presentation. But all you want is lust, not love. I wanted you to find somebody that would shine like the heavens up above. But you just got a dude that is dirtier than a stripper that's flying on a pole. What the fuck? And you wonder why I call you a slut. See, I would talk to you more. But you suspend my voice like animation. And it's like my final determination is that you're not worthy of me. So until you get your act together, me and you are not acting together. See, I'm going to tell him straight. Every time he opened up to put his face in my face, I'm going to say, hold up, nigga. I don't like you, never liked you, never will. And I don't care if your tongue is longer than the anaconda.